0: Welcome to the Scrubverse Podcast, your last stop for the latest in gaming news and pop culture. We're your hosts, Chris and Corey. Prepare for dissension. I mean, like, since I got back from too many games to now has just been like nonstop bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I told you earlier about they were just, the work just threw something on me on like the day before 4th of July. So I'm just like, kind of ruined my, not ruined my 4th of July, but like we were at this because where I live, they do, we they go down to the big river and they have like a huge firework display and like a, like country music and all that, like food trucks. I mean, I'm in, like I said, I'm in the fucking south, mm-hmm. but uh, it wasn't bad. They're bad. There was a band this year that uh, they're called the Shotgun Billies, and uh, they they weren't bad. They're the only band I've gone to this festival like four years in a row, and they're the only band that I remember. So, I don't know. They they played a lot. They did some covers of like Bachman Turner Overdrive and some uh, Leonard Skinner and stuff like that. But their original songs and stuff weren't bad either very Southern rock and stuff like that. That's cool. Uh, then the fireworks, uh, that was funny. They were like, all right, you know, they did the countdown cause they, it, it syncs with the radio station. So people can like sit in their cars and watch it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit didn't start at one. They, <laughs> we were just like, I was, I'm laughing the entire time. And, uh, they come up and they're like, yeah, uh, give us approximately three minutes. We have a technical difficulty. And I'm just like, someone fucked up is what happened. Yep. <laughs> Some got real close to blowing their hand off. Yeah. Fireworks display was really good this year. It was much bigger than any of the other fireworks displays. And it, it wasn't bad. Uh, but, yeah, what I was talking about earlier, really just work has sucked the last few days. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm still right. technically, like, I, people are doing stuff right now for this thing that I'm supposed to be working on. And I, they're like, so what do you, uh, like, we need to send you this stuff. I'm like, I'm unavailable for most of the day because I'm flying out. So you guys figure it out. hmm
0: <laughs> Fucking our 4th of July was pretty much rained out. Uh, I got oh, uh, yeah,
1: we got the rain the next day.
0: Yeah, no, we got uh, my wife is like looking at the, the weather and she's just like, it's gonna rain the entire weekend. I'm just like, there's no way it's gonna rain four days in the fucking row. It's like, no, it's gonna rain the entire weekend. We need to start grilling like first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets my ass up at like seven o'clock in the morning, I'm setting up the fucking grill, and I cook throughout the the entirety of the morning, and then she comes out. I was like, okay, the rain got pushed back from one to three, so I'm going to slow down a little bit. That shit didn't rain until it was like seven o'clock at night, until I would have been all fucking done.
1: Oh, yeah. It figures. Yeah. just It gets you.
0: But right after that, I ended up having to move a friend of mine in. We just got a text message, and mm-hmm. he, enough was enough for him, and I spent the next two days just... Moving all his all his trash into the house and into your yeah, house? Into my house, yeah. Oh nice. You opened up new, your doors for a friend. New tenant. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna know how that shit happened? My wife calls me. She doesn't even like pad this situation or anything. She calls me up and she's just like, "We could fix the toilet now. We could fix it. We could fix the toilet now." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And it's like, "So and so is moving in." I'm like, "You are fucked up. You know all <laughs> the shit that's going on with him." And you, the first thing that cuts you by, I was like, "Yo, we could fix the toilets now."
1: Oh, is he like a plumber or something like that? No, he can give us money.
0: <laughs> oh, uh,
1: yeah, that's. That's one thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you record in three different rooms, so your house must be pretty large. So I got space. You got I've some got, space. I've got some space. Yeah. Fourth of July wasn't bad, so it was fun. But uh, have you seen... You know what I'm about to talk about. And you yep. kind of already know my... Sim- like, it's stupid, but let's get into it. Uh, you've seen this uh, Gamer Girl bathwater? Yep. Did you order it? Fuck no. Fuck no, did order it now come on chris you can be honest with me you know if tiff doesn't listen to this so (laughs) if maybe if
0: i was a fan just for the sake of the troll i I might buy it i wouldn't even do that just for the sake of the troll but i i can't you can't be mad at her you can't be mad at her
1: i can't be mad at her because her hustle Mm is pretty good I, I can't really be mad at anybody in this situation. It's just all a dumb fuckery is what's going on. It's
0: stupid. This, this is so Belle, Defne, Del, Del, Belle Delphine. There you go. The I that's her name. The <laughs> that. Yeah, I have a fucking speech impediment. Belle Delphine is selling her dirty ass bathwater.
1: Oh, it's so gross, too. Did you watch For, the Instagram video? I did. Uh, I she's did. like spitting it into the thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's doo doo yeah. soup, man. That is your whole body. <laughs> like, that's why I don't take baths anymore because it just becomes a soup of your own juices and it's gross. Mm hmm.
0: No, it's shit's nasty. But there's, there's people out there. It's
1: sold out. $30 a fucking vial. Sold that's out. Cra- Could you imagine? Let's just say that she filled up an entire bathtub fill, full. And all of these, they look like they're maybe like six ounce little containers or something like that. They don't hold mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yeah, you know, if she sold out and did a whole bathtub full, could you imagine how much fuck? Now it says sold out, but we don't know. Like the numbers could have been skewed and shit on that, but still, that's that's so that's man, it's crazy. Like it's just crazy. Like if anyone doesn't know, uh, she uh, Delphine is a like she's a quote unquote cosplayer, and uh, she's got like three point eight million followers on Instagram because that's the thing. Now, man, if you are in, if you're big on Instagram, you made it. Like that's the thing, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. All right. But she's very uh is it safe to say that she's kind of a tease a little bit? Yeah. Like totally a tease. Like there's been times like, where it's... she's even said she was gonna go on provocative websites so people could see she was finally gonna show her stuff that she wanted to show and it was just a trolling. It event. was
0: it was yeah. She tried going on Pornhub and she She had all these videos, like one Belle Delphine gets a huge dripping cream pie. It's
1: a play. It's have you ever seen? It's all play on words. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser and uh, uh, it's Elizabeth Hurley or yeah, Hurley. So what it is, is uh, Brendan Fraser is this guy that's down on his luck and makes a deal with the devil who is Elizabeth Hurley. And he gets basically, like, three wishes and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, I want to be, like, an amazing athlete. She's like, done. He's, you're, like, the best basketball player ever. And he's doing an interview. And it's funny because they made him look, like, tall and lanky and all that shit. And uh, he's doing an interview with a reporter in a locker room. And she's like, well, and, you know, it's getting provocative. So he shows, like, he takes his towel off. And he's an amazing athlete, but he's got a small wiener. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just, like, that. that's not even, like, the full movie. Like, that's just a setup. He's like, what? She goes, you didn't specify. Like, you know, it's all a play on words. That's kind of, like, what mm-hmm. she's doing in these videos. Yeah, there like
0: is that. one where it's just, like, PewDiePie goes real deep inside her, and she takes a picture of PewDiePie, and she eats it on, yeah. on yeah. A video. Like, it's it's all, all clickbait. But the thing is that this this is nothing new for her. She's always been, like, this really weird
1: niche. She makes a living off of it. Yeah, like, did you watch the video with the octopus? It's a dead octopus. It's a dead octopus. That's yeah. first of all sanitary is
0: that's disgusting. It's disgusting. But she still fucking she did a 4 minute video of her like cooking with the octopus, uh watching scary movies, playing games, I sleeping next to it I'm like I would I would burn so- the
1: entire house down. <laughs> that is so fucking nasty. I mean, the only like so she's she's got a hustle, obviously. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to someone having a hustle, you can't be mad at them for having the hustle. You have to be mad at the people that support the hustle. Right. No, she, and, she's she got an audience.
0: She knows her audience. And unfortunately, her audience is, like, super pathetic.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I, I also, like this it's is like, sad. <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's, yeah at the it's end it's really of the day sad. it's sad.
0: Like I'm not mad at her. She's she's doing what she has to do to get her money. But if I knew somebody that was doing this type of, that not doing this type of shit but like buying into it, supporting it. I'm like it. what the fuck is wrong with you? Like uh, you're never going to smash that. You're never going to get that. And if you think that buying a $30 vial of this water is going to like are you closer or something yeah, to her that's all it is it's 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 a form of possession like, yeah it's just and, like and if I, let's I,
1: be i've been i have been lonely in my life but i have never been like that lonely basically i go on Pornhub, tug one out and then i'm fine
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean this is this is kind of like along the same lines of the people who will buy porn stars lingerie yeah after it's been
1: worn or used for a shoot or a scene or shit like that it's or it's even, like, I've never fully, and maybe it's just me, but I've never fully understood, like, I guess it's like having pin-ups, like, if you look in the 80s or even in the 90s, like, boys growing up would have, like, Farrah Fawcett in their room or something, like, big pin-up poster. I guess that's what it is with these cosplayers when they do the provocative stuff and that people are like, oh, buy my prints. I've never, like, I love prints, but you can look behind me, like, but they're art. Like, I guess... The cosplayers are still art too, but it's just a different kind of thing that I just I just can't grasp so, my head around. I don't put the I don't put the the
0: prints in the same field. You know, you have okay. you have a lot of different cosplayers that do provocative. Scenes and right, shit right, like right. that. I still think that that's different from what this is. This is a hazardous. oh yeah, th- this is this is totally biohazard different.
1: waste. Yeah, this that is, is gross.
0: That's a four by three of it like a hottie. Said she, it even says she dressed put up as the... Talcaca.
1: <laughs>
0: like that's the difference.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it even says in the disclaimer like, "Do not drink this. This is for sentimental purposes only."
0: Yeah, but I mean, someone's some gonna. dumbass is going
1: to. Yeah, they're
0: going to. Ugh,
1: I just got shudders about Like yeah, that's the thing, man. You gotta respect the hustle, but if if she makes money off of it, then I mean you can't be mad at her.
0: I hope it becomes an ongoing <laughs> like thing that she does. I'm like, I'm all for it. Go you're for also it, you're also we're we're both kind
1: of fucked up in the head too, so Yeah, no, <laughs> i just do it. Like I'm I'm all about it. I mean, we live in America, get your money. <laughs> get that paper. Get the paper. I think she's uh, from Sweden. Well, Whatever. That goes my fucking argument. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, you know the first rule of improv, Chris, <laughs> is don't steal other people's like, <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with other people. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. We're I'm amazing. Sorry. We're amazing at what we do. So, absolute trash. Uh, weeks. Let's let's get deep into the weeks. Yeah, um, you go first. I got I got my my week's not super exciting. I Mm -hmm. was talking about earlier. I played like two games and I did watch something, but I'll let you go first. Uh, I have been
0: playing a shit ton of bloodstained bloodstained ritual of the night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good ass game. Um, I want to say so here's here's the way where I'm at. All right. I can technically beat the game right now. I will get the worst ending. Oh, so, so it has multiple. I'm, I bought it, it, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, so it has multiple endings. Um, so I'm about 55%, 60 percent complete with the map. There's still, I know off the top of my head, three other areas I still need to go through. Uh-huh. Um, the story for this game is hot
1: fucking garbage. Oh, <laughs> it is, is so it? bad. Well, you got it's, the Switch version, right? I got the Switch and the PS4 version. Okay, because I heard uh, Connor was telling us that the Switch version has a
0: lot of. The Switch version does have a on. lot of problems. Um, I haven't – I don't know if – I heard that they came out with an update, but I haven't really um, done anything with it. I've been right. mainly playing my PS4 version. I've noticed, however, I'm running into this issue that my PS4 is trying to update, but it's it can't go past – it can't download version six point seven one. And what people online are saying is that there, if you have a lot of notifications, a lot of things trying to install, you have to delete that shit But right. and then download it. I'm still coming to the same error. And what the problem is is that I think it's because Bloodstained is trying to update. And since it's in my PS4, it's not going to stop trying to update because yeah. the
1: disc is in there. But oh so you got a disc version. You didn't get the yeah. digital. No, I didn't I, I got both physical copies for the console. So did you take the disc out and then try to consume continue? No, I'm update? lazy. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking I didn't even bother.
0: You. I'm just lazy. It's like you know, hey, that's it's across the room. I'm not that worried about <laughs> it. Like I literally had to walk around my PS4 to get into this room where I record in, and I could have just took the disc out. It wouldn't nah. have, it wouldn't have cost anything, but <laughs> I was just like, nah, I'm good.
1: You piece of shit.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, that is true. Um but Bloodstained as a game is really good. I think that if they had taken two more months to really focus on the mechanics, not necessarily the mechanics of combat, but like textures there's textures on certain items that are way off. The lighting is way off. Um, I wonder how bad items... it would have been
1: because this is after the, re- the art revamp and all that stuff. Yeah. So I wonder how bad because I didn't follow it a, a lot in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much of an upgrade it is. And people are just like kind of content with what we got because they're like, well, it could have been worse.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that's true. I just honestly think had this game been released in September, vice July, uh, or June, um, we could have been looking at a a way, far more polished game.
1: Um, Do you think it could be fixed with updates? I do. I do think
0: it could be fixed with updates, but that said, I can't update anything right now because...
1: Hold on. You can, but there's some mental blocks that you got to get through (laughs) first. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, but it, it's a heavily
0: flawed game, but it's, it works. It's It plays well. It's good. It's a Castlevania. <laughs> it's it's a Castlevania game. It plays cool. very similar to Dawn of Sorrow, Symphony of the Night. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say they're, it's better than those other games because I definitely feel this game is shorter. I'm almost done with the game or roughly almost done with the game, and I'm only five hours in. Oh, wow. So I've just been blowing through it I don't know if that's normal, if that's the average I can see me beating this game in 8 hours Yeah, I
1: think Connor's put that much into it already But he's also like Trying to get everything So Right,
0: yeah So, I, I don't know um, I really enjoy the game I would really recommend it I would not recommend the Switch version right now I don't know what the, the update would look like Glad I um, bought it <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that <laughs>
1: Uh, I've well, been playing... this is, it's one of the rare times where the switch version maybe isn't like usually switch version. That's the go to like, I'm going to get the switch mm-hmm. version. Uh, but I mean, there's an anomaly every once in a while. So, yeah, uh, I've been playing
0: a lot of Mario maker two. Yeah. Uh, I cleared when that game came out the day after I cleared the story mode, which it was just a fun little thing. The story mode's um, not bad. The story mode wasn't bad. But the meat and potatoes really comes down to, you know, what everyone is making. And there are some crazy ass fucking
1: stages, oh, really creative shit. Ross Donovan st- and Gerard the Completionist have already fucking put out some levels with like 0.05 and 0.04 completion rates.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that with with a lot of those games, it's like there's Kaizo and then mm-hmm. there is like absolute stupidity. Oh, like, yeah. like. Oh, did you? Did they find the the hidden block that you can only get as your Super Mario running at a very the, at that little pixel? Like I played a I played a game. I played this one stage where the only way that you can clear it is by glitches, like abusing what? abusing the system. Yes, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's like you're doing strats that you do for speed running like going through blocks jumping on a block that you're
1: inside in order to get across it's stupid it's terrible you know uh to upload those video or to upload the levels they have to beat the level without yes. checkpoints
0: but that's and that's the thing like they beat that because they know how to abuse the game the glitches yeah the glitches
1: i think with ross's level he actually didn't put any glitches in And uh, since there were no checkpoints, it took him eight hours to beat his level and get it uploaded. (laughs) That's stupid. You know, in the
0: original Mario Maker, I had a stage called the Dark Tower. Uh, Of course you did. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And it was just this giant fucking very difficult stage. It was based off of Bowser's Castle and Super Mario Brothers 3. And yeah, it took me like four or five fucking hours to clear that shit. But it was one of the best stages because I put in a lot of work on there and it was, you know, I had a lot of uh, elements in that yeah. stage. It was a lot of fun.
1: Mario Maker looks looks and feels great. Uh, they added a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I mm. am excited. I think the thing is now we're just like we need to wait a little bit so people can make those levels. Like yeah. there's there's a lot made right now, but it's not going to shine until a couple months after it comes out.
0: One of the coolest stages I saw, there was, like, a Super Mario, like, music, music maker stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got the theme to Kirby. It was, like, oh. the gourmet race, and they... Yeah, yeah it, it, that shit was cool. <laughs> um, but there was one stage that really pops out to me, and I think it was, like, number three or four on the all-time favorites. Is like, it's this mountain, and you're going up the inside of this mountain, and at the very top... After you clear it, you become like super big fucking Mario. Yeah, the one that can crash crash through. Oh, okay, that's cool.
1: That shit was fucking. It's a, it's a, it's a big, it's a big setup to a big payoff. Yeah,
0: so that shit was was really tight. But I will say, probably my favorite mode to play is multiplayer co-op on Super Expert because
1: I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, so the Super Expert stages are stupid, absolutely fucking dumb. And the way that it, you go about choosing is that every you'll get your four players in the waiting room and then everyone will choose what sort of difficulty that they want. Easy, medium, expert, super expert. Mm. And if there's a tie, it just flips a coin and who goes where. I usually yeah. pick expert, but now with the way that the game is, uh, with the way that people are playing, I'm definitely going more super expert because while some people dropped out, me and this other guy spent about an hour and a half working together to make it pass to the to the end of the stage. It's like three hundred seconds get to the end and like the first thing that you see it's it's Super Mario world, and you have to spin off of these these spines to mm. get all the way up to the top. but there's spikes fucking everywhere <laughs> and there were certain things that I'm good at, and there are certain things that he's good at, so I'm not good at spin jumps off of off of uh enemies. Things. Yeah. So I let him get up there, I'll die, I checkpoint off of him and Oh, I, okay, that's cool. I just like uh damage boost through
1: fucking areas so that he can get across. It, it was it's a lot of fun. It was it was really cool. That's cool. I've been playing, I mean, I guess we can overlap our weeks a little bit. I've been playing mm-hmm. it as well, but I just played the sto- <clears throat> excuse me, the story mode. And the story mode's not bad, but I have not gotten into the, any of the levels. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to get into the levels. Yeah, no. The, the thing
0: that I really want out of it is while you can do multiplayer co-op, you cannot play with your friends. They all have to be in the same
1: room. So it has to be local multiplayer, yeah, not it's online it's all local
0: multiplayer. P- multiplayer, and apparently they're going to go ahead and fix that. But even beyond that, uh, regular co-op multiplayer is a lot of fun. I haven't done the competitive multiplayer mm-hmm. uh, where it's a full-blown race, but the co-op ones, like there's some where it's just like, okay, you have to find the five key coins, and only then can you unlock the the pole to finish the stage. Right. So, I mean, okay. they're they're a lot of fun.
1: I really like the achievements, or not the achievements, but the, uh, yeah, I guess it's uh, requirements instead of just getting to the end of the level. Like, oh, you have yeah. to kill a certain amount of enemies or gather a certain amount of coins or you got to carry this block with you the entire time that makes you yeah. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. There was, a, there was one of the levels, the only one that gave me problems in the the pre-made levels in the story mode was they're like, oh, you got to carry the block to the end. And I'm just like, well, where the fuck is the block? Like, I can't find the block. Mm-hmm. And then I come to find out, it teaches you, it gives you a Yoshi, and then it shows you this little pyramid where it has, uh, like, coins in the middle and then an extra man in the middle. And you're like, oh, well, you get those by using Yoshi's Tongue. And it took me like five minutes. I was like, oh, my God. So the the blocks that you can pick up are different colors than the other blocks. Okay. And there's one at the very beginning of the level that if you had a Yoshi, you could grab through the wall. And I was like, okay. oh, shit. I don't think Not, I played that one.
0: Is that one of the harder ones? It's towards the
1: end, yeah. I think okay, it was yeah, around I the 80% I've been, mark.
0: I've only been doing like one, two, three, four, five, yeah, six. I've been no, it's it it's
1: one of those ones that I think towards the end. It's from the yellow toad, and if you beat it, because all all three of his levels re- revolve bringing a b- a block. Because if you beat the level, you get coins, and then you get like a little a three D eight bit uh like thing that's gonna be on like a pedestal in the game of mm-hmm. one of the enemies. So that it's one of those ones. It's it's after you beat the game. Okay, yeah. After
0: I built the castle, I didn't bother going back. I was just like, okay, fuck this. Let me get to the real game. Yeah,
1: I was just playing it just to... I didn't want to get sucked into any online levels where I was going to play nonstop. Basically, when I was working the last few days, I'm like, I need a five-minute break. I'm going to play some Mario, and then I'm going to jump back. So that's what I would do. i just play the story mode. But yeah, that game, I'm like... Not many games would I say... Well, there's some games lately that I'd be like, I'm glad I've paid full price for that. But this seems like... Everybody is streaming this game. And what's great is... They're not streaming the same. I mean, there are some that are like, oh, we're playing Ross's levels or we're playing Gerard's levels or we're playing such and such levels. But a lot of the times it's just like them playing random levels and it's great. Like it's not like everybody, like like I said, though, everybody's playing it. So and mm-hmm. there's different experiences in every Twitch chat. So the the only issue that I'm having is that I don't want to keep on
0: going back to like whatever's the most popular because yeah. I was just like, let me see what's what's new, and usually you'll find like a, a hidden gem that's like a lot of fun to play. Right, but right, right. there's just a lot of these kids that go on there making these stages and just like, let me just try to fuck with people. Oh yeah, as much as possible, and you're sitting there with like zero point one uh, completion rates, and everyone's just sitting there's like, oh my level is so fucking hard. And I'm like, no, it's not because it's hard. It's because it's bullshit. I played a stage where it was just like, you can't leave the stage until you kill 50 Goombas. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound hard. Then when you start the stage, you drop in and there is a mountain of Goombas on top of each other.
1: Oh, shit. And they're all
0: the big Goombas. So whenever you kill one, they split into two and it's – they got bullet bills coming in out of nowhere. It's bullshit. But you know what? It did
1: what it wanted to do. It dragged you in. (laughs) And did you beat that level? Yeah, I beat that level, but it was stupid. It That person that made that level got exactly what they wanted out of you. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> what else did you do?
0: Uh, I'm playing... So, we're working on the Too Many Games video, and trying to get footage for everything. The first thing I would start playing was hyperspace delivery service. And that game is hard as balls. I'm playing on easy and that game is hard as balls. So in hyperspace delivery service, it lied to me at the, when I played the demo, it lied it? to me. It was just like, yo, you, you know, you just have certain planets that you have to go to. No, you always have to go to the last planet. And there is 25 planets between where you start and where you end. And it's just like, yeah, you have to get there, but, You have to travel to all these individual planets in the meantime. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me get my crew. We can go ahead and do this. You don't have enough fuel, enough food, enough uh, weapons in order to get all the way through in a straight shot. So in between you starting at your starting point. To the end, you have to do side missions and you have to barter with people and you have to understand exchange rates between one planet and another because certain goods that are uh, expensive in one planet can be super cheap on another and vice versa. So this There's, is one
1: of those games where you have to like write like an old school game where you wrote down the codes and information and shit like that.
0: Kind of. They kind of like tell it to you. So, for example, if you're on you're your starting planet all right and they tell you just like hey you have a year to get to the the planet all the way at the end right so it's it's a lot of resource management but let's say i go to a new planet i know nothing about their economy so i go up to this dude he's willing to sell me the information for a certain amount of credits i now know hey this is what i can exchange this is what i can give and i can get more money and i can go buy more shit over at another planet
1: right are there are there situations where the intel's bad? Yes. Really, where they yeah. pay for it and they're just like, yeah, where this I is pay this f- and then you go over there you're like, what the fuck? This isn't that.
0: Yeah, or it's it's super expensive and you go there and you find out that everything is super cheap. Just oh, just across the board dirty. and it wouldn't have been fucking worth it. Are there and ways d- to
1: tell that you know it's going to be bad intel or No, or so just- they tell
0: you it's just like be careful who you trust. Because yeah. sometimes so for example, um on my ship, I find an alien that wants to go to another planet, but it's, like, two planets over. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sure. Come on board. Pay me what you plan on paying. And he was going to give me fuel cells and food. Well, while he was on board, he was actually holding a beacon to get space pirates to attack and board the ship. Oh. So <laughs> then you go from, like, your standard fucking uh, space shit. Yeah. And to now you're indoors and you are you have, like, this gun. And it's like the, Doom. And it's like Doom. So you're going, you're walking around, you're trying to shoot all these fucking robots and space creatures and shit like that. But sometimes you don't know that he had the beacon until after you let him drop off. And then while he's there, he'll fuck with your, your shit. So, for example, he tried to help while there was a fire in one of the, the squads in the ship. And it just dealt more damage to my ship Um, when he left. Wow, that's
1: really interesting. It's
0: really in-depth. So when he left my ship, I was low on, like, missiles and ammunition and shit like that because he took it. He stole it. (sighs) (laughs) And sometimes you're sitting there and just like, sometimes the benefits of taking these people on don't justify. It makes you not want to trust anybody. (laughs) Exactly. But there are times where, you know, you'll meet somebody out in space. Hey man, I'm trying to, let me board your ship and I'll, I'll do a trade with you. And sometimes that trade goes really, really well. So it just comes down to you thinking about how bad do I need these resources? And if I don't need it, do I really need the stockpile? Because I could just go ahead and sell it later to yeah. buy other shit that I need. It's really in depth. It's 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 super fucking hard. I <laughs> like and I played faster than light and I sucked at faster than light because it was like not only was it resource management, but it was also you have to move your guys around to yeah, yeah. to do different shit. This is just like fuck the moving of the guys around. We're just gonna make the entire economy style thing. Really, really in depth. There's a lot of things that you have to pay to pay attention to, but just the way the music between the music and the way that the planets look as you're entering into their orbit is really, really cool, and it motivates you to see the next thing.
1: Yeah, there, there. When I played the demo, there were some cool parts where obviously the economy and the logistics and stuff is the main. Meat and potatoes of the game But mm-hmm. then they also threw in like sometimes you have to go down Onto a planet and you do this doom Part where you go around and you have limited ammo It's like doom and resident evil put together A little bit yeah. Uh, yeah, And then there's part there's space battles Where you have to do space battles with like Old time grids and shit which can be really Confusing sometimes
0: so the, the Space battles were really confusing At first and I think it has a lot to do with The control scheme I would definitely Recommend playing this game with a Controller because you can just move your camera around a lot smoother. When you're doing mouse and keyboard, The your X axis is really, really, really sensitive. And that could be a me thing, but I just noticed that it's my Y axis is really slow, my X axis is really fast, and I couldn't mess right. with the sensitivity. Um, when I played with the controller, it fixed itself. Oh, cool. But um, the space battles are probably... In my opinion, the the most boring part of it. Yeah. Because it's just like there's no music going on and you have to you have to mess with your with your ship to divert more power to your shields or to your weapons or to your engines so that you can possibly I don't know if you can get away. I've never gotten away, but I've usually just diverted all my power to my shield so that I don't get super fucked up. Right, and if the shield if the ship's about to go down, you're just like, oh, I have to send my guys over to go fix it while I am being attacked. And there's permadeath too, so you can lose all your fucking crewmates. <laughs> so it's stupid. or you can do
1: like I did and just didn't buy enough oxygen and just died <laughs> on like day fifteen. It just legit said you ran out of oxygen and all your you crew were going to died. like your
0: first planet too,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, we could make this, and I was like, I don't know why that oxygen's in red, but whatever. <laughs> That game was really fun. Like, I'll probably pick it up. Is that just a demo that you're playing, or is that the legit the no, full game? No, that's the
0: legit game. I think I only spent, like, $10 on it. And Steam sale is going on, so it could be cheaper.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yep. Um, We kicked off Kirby's Return to Dreamland. It is the best Kirby
1: game. I love that game so fucking much. When you say we, who do you, you and your wife? Well, me, my wife, and my roomies now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because, like, the Return day they to Dream moved Dreamland, in. That's the Wii version?
0: Yeah, the Wii version.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, that gets
0: fun as shit. Yeah. So, um, not to be confused with, like, Kirby's Epic Yarm. Return to Dreamland is, like, traditional yeah. uh, Kirby. It's um, the one
1: where you get, like, the super power-ups. Yeah. I
0: love that shit because you could be, like, Kirby with a giant fucking great sword and cutting yeah. all this fucking bullshit up.
1: My favorite one's the hammer. Like I've always loved Kirby with the hammer. You like the hammer? Yeah, the hammer just does insane amounts of damage. No, but
0: it's it's fun replaying it. Tiff it, Tiff's knowledge of like the game is a little hazy because last time we played that game together, and my other two roommates have never
1: played the game before. Uh-huh. So I mean, it's Kirby. It's a Kirby game. It's a Kirby game. It's very easy to just pick, unless it's like a niche one, like the robot one, or Epic Yarn, or Dream Mm -hmm. Course. If it's just a normal Kirby game, anyone and their mama can pick that game up.
0: Yeah. So, that shit's good. Um, I picked up F-Zero X, and I am in the middle of picking up Gotcha Force for the GameCube.
1: That was one of the ones you were looking for at too many games, right? Well,
0: I wasn't, like, looking, looking for it, but it was, like, in passing. Gotcha right. Force is. I, I don't necessarily think it's considered a holy grail, but it's one of the most expensive GameCube games on the console. Is it like That's Little like,
1: Samson for NES?
0: It's kind of like that. It's not nearly as expensive. Right. Um, when we were at Too Many Games, Gotcha Force went for about four hundred dollars. I'm getting it for half that.
1: That's not bad. So, is, it's, it's, is the it's game not, good or is the game good no? The game just is get, trash. Oh my gosh! So you're just garbage. getting it just to get it. <laughs> you. Fu- I'm going to go back to the F-Zero X. I'm glad that, you picked that, up. <laughs> that game's great. That music's great. I, I love that game. I don't know about Gotcha Force, and I'm not spending that much money for it. Like, that's uh, like I, when I I'm saw gonna... a, a Panzer Dragoon Saga. I was like, oh, that's 420. And you're like, no, it ain't. I was like, what? He's like, you were like, are you sure it said 420? We went back the next day. I was like, oh, no, it's 820. <laughs> yeah. No, that game is expensive. But Panzer Dragoon Saga is a legitimately good game. Gotcha Force,
0: I've it's heard... Not. Less than positive things about it. However, I want to finish my GameCube collection and Gotcha Force, Cubivore, and the but Pokemon box. Get them. I'm not going to get the Pokemon box. Fuck that. But I'm, I, I got to get Cubivore. So you'll I'm never get have a complete Gacha collection. Force. Exactly. No. Well, <laughs> I want the games. The Pokemon box is not a game. It's a storage oh, okay. system. But oh. it's, it's like that thing goes between three hundred to five hundred dollars, depending no, on what that. store you go to. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not picking that up.
1: The only reason I brought up Little Samson is because apparently I've, someone had posted some cool art on Twitter. I was like, oh shit, Little Samson. <laughs> mm-hmm. That game is super fun.
0: <laughs> yep. But besides, you know, the reason why I was we recorded early last week, um, and I've been out and about. I had to go up to New York for a funeral. Um, you know, shit happens. Dude was old. People family go. member, people go, um, but goddamn, I miss New York. Dude. I miss New York so fucking much. So I, if little, little like history lesson. I grew up on in Long Island. I kind of moved around Long Island a lot, but I really settled down in two places: Brentwood, where I lived with my wife, and Lindenhurst, which is like a shitty little rundown fishing town. And it's kind of split in, in half with like the shitty area of Lindenhurst and like the really bougie area of Lindenhurst. But just waking up every single morning, I mean, yeah, I have the train station right near me going by, but you it's smell that it's my home and you smell that sea air
1: as you, you get out
0: of the house. I've lived in the Midwest.
1: Like Mine's river air if I smell <laughs> anything. It smells like shit.
0: But you, you smell the salt in the air and I know. grew up on the Mississippi.
1: We Does don't it, eat it. A- we don't need anything out of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: going to say that. I didn't want to be, be presumptuous. No, no, no. Like, it's that... a
1: barge river is what it is. Yeah, like, that's
0: like kind of dangerous to uh, Do you swim in the Mississippi? Do you even If
1: you swim, you swim once. Because <laughs> you're going under. I uh, told you. Did I ever tell you the story cuz uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, they got the uh, you've probably seen them. I don't know if you've ever been there, but they got the Memphis Bridges. It used yeah. to be just one. Uh, it used to be the old bridge. We have the old bridge and the new bridge. The new bridge is the one that's closer to the the pyramid, which is now a Bass Pro Shop. Yes, it's a big pyramid that has a Bass Pro Shop bass on the side of it. It used to be everywhere. It used to be where all the concerts, monster truck rallies. That's where all that was. Like, I remember my parents saw ACDC there once, Aerosmith, all that shit. Well, they built the FedEx Forum, which is downtown that's where all the concerts are now and the pyramid's just like well what the fuck do we we do with this thing they made it into a bass pro shop so it's just one big ass bass pro shop it is humongous like there's an alligator farm in there dude i live in the fucking south yeah dude there's yeah it's stupid uh but anyway with those bridges they have to check the columns like periodically every year so they have to dive down and make sure that, you know, they're not degrading, they're not all that. And I think I've told you this story before. There are catfish down there the size so large that can swallow a station wagon whole. Yeah.
0: That scares the shit out of me.
1: I would never dive down. I can't deal with, like like, once you go down, that's a different world, like, we all live on Earth, but underwater, and in the ocean, that shit freaks me out, I freak, it's always freaked me out, even in video games, every time I played Banjo-Kazooie, when I went and got to Clanker's Cavern, that shit scared the fuck out of me, every time, it's just, I don't like the, because, like, when you live on land, it's kind of like, all right, I got left, right, up, and down, and kind of behind you, like, you, you can kind of, but in, in water. That shit goes out the window. You got to look everywhere because everything can come from anywhere. So, Fuck that.
0: Yeah. Like like I already get freaked out because like, I don't know if it was while I was in New York, but I'm pretty sure it was. In the Hudson River, this dude was like trying to fish something out. He was pulling something out, and I remember being near a bridge. Um, and this giant fish fucking fish just comes out of nowhere grabs the fish that he was grabbing but it was it was a big fish there's and always the fish a bigger just fish and comes up just and just yoinks it and yeah. he's like he pulls
1: him in a little bit it was crazy well i told you about the noodling Fuck shit that.
0: right
1: where Are people just about
0: put their yeah, arm in they just in? put
1: their arm in a hole and like we're going to yeah you put your arm in a wrong hole i've seen it it was an alligator or a crocodile no. Nah. Yeah, no, dude. No. No way. Nah. No. Even even if it is a catfish like you get bit and shit like that. Like
0: I'm Do gonna, catfish th-
1: have teeth? They have like if they if they do have teeth, uh it's very very small. Like but on it's a
0: small catfish, yeah, but if it's like a but big, on a big catfish, it's like a razor wagon. blade. <laughs> Fuck a that saw noise. Blade. No. It,
1: people are people do some stupid shit when they're bored. Let me no. tell you... <laughs> No, I I just can't do it. Like I I will swim in a I've sw- I'll get in the ocean and shit like that. But no,
0: that reminds yeah. me of that one television show, uh, River Monsters. Yeah, is it River Monsters? Yeah, and yeah. It, that dude just he's out of his fucking mind. Well, he's at go-
1: the point in his life where he's like, I don't. I mean, if I go, I'm going. <laughs> I guess, but he, make sure you're recording. Shit,
0: yeah, the shit that he pulls out of the water scares the fucking shit out of me.
1: And I'm fine with, like, clear water, but it's, like, the muddy water where I come from. I mean, it's the Mm -hmm. muddy waters of the Mississippi. So it's – I wouldn't even
0: think about that just – because if it's muddy water, yeah, I'm not going to go in it. But I wouldn't think that there's fucking uh, two-ton catfish eating station wagons as they fucking drop down in there. Yeah,
1: they can swallow a man whole. And that's the thing. Like, catfish don't give a fuck. Like, oh, you have a family? That's the thing. Like that's what me me and me and sharks have an understanding. I know shark attacks are very low, but I don't care. I saw jaws at a young age and it <laughs> fucked me up. All right. A shark will bite this is my arm. Like for audio listeners, I'm showing Chris my arm. This is my arm that I depend on things for. It's even my left arm, so it's not my dominant arm. A shark will eat that and then shit it out. Now your arm is shit. Literally. That that is insane to me. Like I'm like I think that's why I would watch, like, Steve Irwin and, like, all that shit. I'm just like, you people are insane. <laughs> I, I'd never do that. I would never, never in my life. My wife is lucky I even got in the ocean two times. I feel
0: like if I were to ever be eaten by a catfish, because now, like, the last time you told me about this, I've thought about it for two days. And <laughs> now I'm thinking about it again. Like, I would have to carry, like, a, a big old buoy knife,
1: and yeah. I'd cut my way
0: out. There's that's no not way. A <laughs> I'd cut my way out. Like oh, you'd have that's, to. I that would freak the fuck out. I mean, it's like the acids inside. I don't know if I could. I don't know how big the esophagus is. I think I just get crushed to death. I might die.
1: Yeah. No. I <laughs> mean, it, with a sh- with a shark, they bite you, and you're if you you you're not making like, it past yeah, the mouth and if, being alive. If you get
0: bit by a shark, you know you fucked up. But catfish, just you can literally feel,
1: go, feel it. It just suck you in. No. Nope. nope I've no, seen I even, like, growing up, I've seen algae eaters and aqua... Because algae eaters are just a form of catfish. hmm And I have seen them, they just... They're like, hey, fuck this algae. And I've just seen them eat a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> just like, where's the goldfish? Oh, yeah, it's in the algae eater. All right, well, yeah, fuck that. Also, fuck having aquariums, because you got to clean that shit regularly. And fish are fucking stupid if you put them in the wrong temperature water. They just fucking die. Yeah. Nah, my...
0: My mother was did this one time I had a, I had an aquarium I had all these fish I had gorgeous fish I had two catfish I had a bunch of different uh I don't even know tetras and whatever yeah just not normal goldfish but my mom decided to put fabuloso into the tank to clean it to clean it and then pulled them out they've already breathed it in they yeah. burned alive they're dead. <laughs> They're all dead. I woke up that next morning, and all of them were, you know, belly up. So, and I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck? They and I good. see the li- yeah, <laughs> and I see the little soap bottles at the top. And I'm just like, what the
1: fuck? is I think wrong the here? only thing I, I would get a saltwater tank with like a good filter on it because those things kind of clean. My themselves. recruiter
0: had a saltwater tank, and he had this he had this lionfish. It was oh super yeah, you get some beautiful, cool.
1: beautiful fucking fish in a saltwater.
0: So one fucking cool. I don't know. I saw this one video of these people with like a piranha, like a piranha tank. <laughs> I'm not going to get too into it because I don't know if people like don't like that, but
1: it's, when it's nature. When it's feeding
0: time, when it's feeding time, it's a show. It's a show.
1: Yeah. But, My buddy had a, a, a boa constrictor growing up, and we'd have to, I mean, he'd feed it live mice. I'm like, why don't you feed it dead mice? He's like, eh, we'll do live mice because whatever. This one mouse was like, nah, son, I'm making it. <laughs> and like, cause he, cause he named his, uh, his boa constrictor Monty
0: mm-hmm.
1: or no, it wasn't a boa constrictor, It was a Python. some you know, Monty, Monty Python. Python. And uh, I think, the, uh, Monty was, she was, I think it was a she, she was really cool. Uh, but I think the mouse bit her. So she was afraid of the mouse the entire time. Yeah. She's like, no. So that mouse, we were like, all right, you deserve to live. You've made it through the gladiatorial thing. So we moved him into another (laughs) tank that he used to have other stuff in. Mm -hmm. That mouse fucking lived for another year off of we would spray water on the side of the tank. They didn't like they were like, I'm not buying this mouse a water tank. Like this mouse was bought for to be food. And that that motherfucker lived off of Wall Water and Apple Jacks for a year, <laughs> <laughs> and he finally died one day. We were like, "Oh shit!" But yeah, it's fucking <laughs> weird. <man. laughs> wall Water and Apple Jacks, man. Oh man, that's so I guess, fucking dumb. I guess I can go into my week now. <laughs> yeah, do it. Because all uh, I want to
0: talk about is how good the pizza was. Because. Oh yeah,
1: days. yeah, New York. Yeah, I was gonna ask you: Did your accent come out when you got back up there? Yes, it always comes out when I get up there. It, it, it's like, come out, it I comes out. a little it. Bit my wife
0: noticed it. Um.
1: Hey, yo, don't drop those pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yeah. I mean, it, it's like when I like, I don't really sound out like I'm from the country. I kind of have a little bit. It's when I drink or if I get mad, I'm just like you, motherfuckers. <laughs> that mm-hmm. shit will come out real hard. Like it's just how it is. Uh my week uh my week has been very boring. I have been playing Mario Maker as well. I love that game is great. I'll be I have to catch a flight today and I'll be hopefully I can get some wifi so I can play some levels, download some level. I don't know how I don't think you download the levels. You just get online and play them, don't you? No, you can download the levels. Oh cool, I might download some before I leave. I think them.
0: you might have to beat it before you can download it though.
1: Eh, we'll see. If anything, I'll just pl- replay story levels over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh but I've also been playing Final Fantasy Fourteen. Uh I got so I'm not into I'm in the Shadowbringers uh expansion yet. I just got into Stormblood because my character when I started playing a couple weeks ago was only like level fifty. So I had just gotten into Heaven's Ward. Uh so I'm playing it and I'm playing the main story. You've played a little bit, so you know how it goes. You if you don't get to a certain level, the storyline becomes locked to you, so you have to go and level up. Right. Uh so I'm playing, I'm just playing these like side quests. I'm going around. And I'm like, this is really fucking boring. So I'm in a free company, but I don't ever, it's one of those free companies where you just don't talk to anybody. You just kind of lurk. Mm-hmm. And finally I was like, man, I'm trying to level up. They're like, did you do your challenge logs? And I'm like, what the fuck are those? They're like, oh, son, go in there and open up your challenge logs. And I'm like, oh, what is this? They're like, yeah, you can get like half a million XP for just doing five dungeons a week. Yeah. And I was like. I didn't know about this shit. I was like, leveling is so hard. They're like, no, this is the easiest game to level in. Yeah, and they're you like, just
0: do the, your fucking dungeons, and that's it. Like, like, yeah, because
1: you- the, the, the challenge logs now, it's like, do three dungeons in the random or the r- roulette that gets yep. you a certain amount. Then do 5, do 5 player commendations. Uh I'm not really big into the crafting right now, but you could get crafting bonuses. Uh levy quests, which levy quests are still really weird to me. I guess they're just repeatable dailies that you could Yeah, do they're repeatable
0: dailies. You get a little bit of experience off of that one, but the the challenge logs and for the, the the dungeons, that's your money maker right there. And usually, yeah, I, what it used to be is that you only did it once a day and that's where you would get your your bonus experience for that first dungeon that you do, oh, but I didn't. I Kind not like know how World of Warcraft what is. Yeah, maybe. But if they're saying that you can do it like now, like five of them, it's a weekly thing now. Okay.
1: So like every Tuesday it resets. It's kind of like how raids reset every week, mm-hmm. where your log will reset. Okay. So your log is just like, oh, you did your five. You got the experience in the gill from that one. They even have them for your grand company. So if you need seals, which I still don't fully understand what seals are for. That's the thing. I'm in this game, and I'm like, I don't know what half this shit does. Because I am still stuck in the world of Warcraft method. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of this is brand new to me. But I'm playing a warrior. I think after I learned of the challenge logs, I was like, oh, I just I leveled up, like, six levels in, like, a day and a half. <laughs> so I'm, like, level 61 now. But... Uh, I do. I love war. They raised this. the cap. Yeah, the cap's up to eighty now with Shadowbringers. Yeah, because hmm. it, it was what was it fifty in uh, a Realm Reborn. Heavensward put it up 60. to sixty. Stormblood put it up to seventy. Oh, then, I didn't know that they, they brought it up to seventy in Storm Stormblood. Yeah, they uh, they do it ten levels in every expansion so far. But uh, I haven't gotten into the Shadowbringers storyline yet. But I was watching uh, Lawrence from. Uh, Funhouse? Yeah, he was playing it, and I've been watching a little bit of Pat playing it, too. And the story is amazing. It's just like, hey, you're the warrior of light? Uh, No, not no more you ain't. like You're going to become the warrior of darkness and all this stuff. Which is kind of weird, because right now I'm in the storyline in Stormblood, where there is a warrior of darkness and a crew. like They're the warriors of darkness. And I'm just like, okay. But I think there's... I don't know much about Shadowbringers, but the shit... (coughs) It looks like it might be, like, some fucking interdimensional time traveling or some shit like that. So, because mm-hmm. their cinematics are great, like, and that's the thing, too. I never realized that in every cinematic for Shadow, uh, not Shadowbringers, but Final Fantasy Fourteen, the one guy that kind of has just, like, the average white dude with the regular hair, that's the warrior of light. That's supposed to be you as a character. Right. So your character is in every one of these things. And, like, I don't know. I watched Lawrence Play it, and there was some fucked up shit where a character got quote unquote killed, but then turned into like to a, you know the angels, the creepy looking angels from like Bayonetta and shit like that. Yeah, the seraphim. Yeah, that level of shit. Where I don't I don't know the storyline, but the shit looks cool as shit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna power through Stormblood. I'm playing as a warrior. I do say I love tanking in this game as a warrior. Uh, tanking is actually really easy, but also I haven't done any hard fights yet. It's usually just run into a dungeon. Do your cone AOE to get enmity, and then you just sit there while everybody else does damage. I've, so. I've been
0: thinking about coming back and trying out Dark Knight because I'm an edgy piece of shit. Yeah, you're so. an edgy so. <laughs> Dude, Dark uh, Dark
1: Knight. I almost said Dork Knights, but Dark Knights look really cool. There's they got a, real, a lot of really cool animations and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So and then tanking is just fun. It's just I've I, I've tanked in World of Warcraft, but. Now it's just, this game is so much better. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's easier. It's, I don't have to sit there. Like, I'm like, I was, I've talked about this before on previous podcasts. When I was playing the WoW beta, I'm just like, oh, I got 15 minutes of walking. I got to walk somewhere. Walking has not existed in this game. You're like, I got to go somewhere, teleport. (laughs) Just like, oh, I got to pay Gil to teleport somewhere. Yeah, 100% doing that. Please and thank you. Mm -hmm. So I will be playing that a lot more. I'm actually going to be in Austin for the next week. Uh, just doing. I haven't been there since like May, so I need to touch base with some shit and all that. I'll be playing that in the hotel room along with some Mario Maker. Uh, otherwise, any other games? I have been playing. Uh, I got a new. I bought a new RCA to HDMI converter, mm-hmm. and it works. Uh, it it works with the N sixty four. It works with the Dreamcast. It does stream and all that stuff. I think I recently told you though I had to buy a new converter switch. Like I have. Basically all my HD, all my video games go into a switch that I can then just, you know, switch from output one, two, three, four, all that shit. The reason I bought it is the old one seems like it was giving me like my blo- the blacks in the game, like the black colors or when it would go to a dark screen, it was like fuzzy and it didn't look right. And I was like, well, maybe it's the cable. So I plugged them into the TV and it obviously wasn't the cables. It was the box. And after I rewire... Because this week, since I got... I have two cats now. We... My wife brought another cat home. So we have... We have Pixel and we have Zelda. And, uh... But they're running around into these cables and everything. So I had to buy, like, some shit and do cable management. And I plugged everything in... And back into the Switch. The Switch box. And everything looks fine now. Except for my Nintendo Switch. So I don't know what's going on with it. I haven't been... I got the new Switch in. Like, the new Switch box. And I'm gonna try and fix it after I get back from Austin, but uh, I'm gonna be getting back into streaming. I feel like I haven't streamed in over a month. I've just been in a real bad funk. I just haven't wanted to do it. Yeah. So, but now I think I'm back into it. Uh, I've been playing what what I was gonna say. I've been playing a shit ton of Snowboard Kids too. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that game, man. I I beat it twice. Just I I could beat it all the way through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause once you beat it the first time, you open up expert mode where everyone right. actually understands, like, the computer's like, oh, we can deflect items back at you. You're about to get fucked, son. I'm just like, fuck you. Uh, last couple days, I've also been doing a lot of work for my job. And I've been just in the background, I've had a lot of Summoning Salt videos, uh, in the background. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if, if you're a listener and you don't know, on YouTube, there's a guy named Summoning Salt, and he basically goes into super in depth on, like, specific speedruns like speedrun world records yeah mario 3 mario 1 uh sonic 2 pokemon like all this stuff and they're like anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes and they're great like i just like the most recent one that he just did was the history of all the rainbow roads in mario kart yeah and some of the shit that i've seen i'm just like this is insane
0: i need to see what what his soundtrack is, because the best thing about Summoning Salt's videos to me is just his soundtrack. The he music uses that he music plays, from
1: games that he's not talking about.
0: Yeah, it sounds so fucking good. But even his opener is yeah super fucking chill.
1: There in the Mario Kart episode or one of the Mario Kart episodes, I was listening to it. And I'm just like, this is the menu theme from Star Fox mm-hmm. sixty <laughs> four. And I'm just like, I listened to it. I was like, that would be a good theme to have on my stream. (laughs) Because ever since you took fucking the best one, which was Legend of Dragoons menu, I've been trying to find another one. So, Mm -hmm. but I found a few. Uh, But also I did another thing. Uh, Me and my wife watched all of uh, Stranger Things season three. We finished it last night. Uh, I won't. It's really new. I mean, it came out on Thursday. I won't go into spoilers. I'll give people some time. We'll talk about it. I don't know. Have you ever watched any of the show? I have not. You have not? Uh, I, I mean, every season's only eight episodes, and most of the episodes are an hour long. So it's not too bad if you ever get some free time. I would start from the beginning. Uh, season two, I would say, is probably the roughest season. They tried to. That season two is a nine-season, a nine-episode season, because uh, nine mm-hmm. they felt like they needed an extra episode in there for some character development. But unless they're going to do something, I will tell you, there will be a season four. Uh, but maybe they're going to i don't know but this season's great it takes place uh big time in like i think it takes place in 84 uh all of it takes place in the 80s but this is like super this is my 80s this is like the neon colors and all that stuff like at one point in season 3 like a mall just made uh, they just built a mall in hawkins which is where the story takes place and all the mom and pop stores are being shut down because of the mall and it's very like that's the time where malls got big like mm-hmm. that's really cool also, another thing is in the first episode, they go to the movie theater in the mall to go watch Day of the Dead, and Day of the Dead is like my favorite zombie movie ever. And
0: okay. what's
1: really cool is too, at some points, and I was I followed uh, Jay Bauman on uh, from Red Letter Media on Twitter, and he noticed that in one of the episodes, like they actually used the soundtrack so, uh, soundtrack uh, from Day of the Dead in Stranger Things and it's the soundtrack is really good. Day of the Dead is like my one of my favorite horror movies ever. Probably George A Romero's best horror movie ever. Uh, I'm not familiar with it. It's very it's a zombie movie with scientists versus military where basically the military are like well they they're all living in a bunker. Like the okay. world has gone to shit. Right. Uh but they all live in a bunker and obviously there's a hierarchy. The scientists are obviously trying to find a pr- like what the fuck can we do? Uh, there's also the military that are like, hey, we run this shit, you listen to us, and all that stuff. And then you got the two pilots that live out, they don't live with everybody else in the bunker, they live out somewhere else in the bunker, like underground, and they have like their own little paradise, where it's like a trailer, and they have all this stuff. Basically trying to make the best of a fucking horrible situation, mm-hmm. but the the makeup artist was done by Tom Savini. He, Tom Savini is a horror makeup genius, he's He's done Dawn of the Dead, I mean uh Friday the thirteenth of a series, all that stuff. And this is his crown one of his crowning jewels in the eighties. Like the zombies, like when they show someone being ripped apart, they show everything. Like there's one part where one guy's getting his head ripped off of his body and he's screaming, and when they pull it, you start hearing his vocal cords get pulled, so the screaming gets higher, higher pitched until they snap.
0: Wow.
1: This movie was made in like, I think it was made in 84 because somewhere around there. It's my, the soundtrack's amazing. It's super fucking depressing, which I don't know. I love, like, that's probably why Empire Strike Back is my favorite Star Wars movie because it's just super downer. Uh, But yeah, I highly recommend watching Day of the Dead. It's very good. And, uh, but season three of Stranger Things is very, very good. I didn't really want to watch it in the beginning, but I was in a really bad funk over the last couple days. My wife is very supportive, and she helped me out of that funk. So I was like, you know what? Let's spend some time together and watch it. And I was like, she's like, do you need to go back to work, or are you going to watch another episode? I was like, just play it. Play the episode before I make a decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it's basically my week. I would, Like I said, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's it's a really fun time. I, I thought it was really good. Season 2 is definitely like, I was like, this is kind of boring. But Season 3 brought it back around for me. So Nice. Oh, man. Well, I guess we're gonna do news right News I noticed uh you got your mega visions hoodie in too I
0: did get my megavisions hoodie in is
1: that is that a th- is it very thick or is it kind of light?
0: no, it's actually really light um it's really soft, nice cotton uh, did you get logo, the heather
1: one? the heather so they with the colors they had like solid colors and then like a heather version which is like made the colors look kind of grainy. What do we talk about colors man? oh <laughs> shit yeah never mind. I forget every couple oh, every
0: couple of weeks I forget. It's a grey hoodie, I think.
1: Yeah, and it looks it has, pretty gray.
0: It has the logo across, and I'm I'm glad that it's not like one of those things where they take a label and they iron it and it like the label sticks out a little bit yeah. so it can peel. And this one's like off. really into it. Like and they kind even, of feel,
1: even the detail in it too, it looks like it's already kind of cracked already and stuff like that, but that's just how the design is. That's just is. The, with the design of it, man. I got my shirts in, and I love them. They they're super breathable and they're light, and I really like them. So yeah, go check out our buddies at Mega Vision. Um, yep, Epic is in the news yet again. I might be turning around on Epic a little bit, not specifically, maybe specifically because of this story. So basically, what it is is Epic throws money at angry Shenmue backers is kind of like the story that we're going for. They mm-hmm. have come out and said like, "Hey, we understand that," because originally Shenmue Three was going to be out on Steam. It got kickstarted, all that stuff. Well developers need money all the time so epic is just like this big dick boy that's like y'all need some money let me write this check for you real quick and once that happens the the developers were like well now it's going to be an epic exclusive and people are like that's bullshit and they're like we're also not going to give you your money back if you backed it for steam and you don't want it anymore and people are like that's even more fucking bullshit but apparently epic has come out and said like hey we'll give you your money back for it if you don't want it Yeah,
0: Tim Sweeney in a tweet announced that Epic is funding all the costs – for the Kickstarter refunds resulting from Shenmue 3's move to the Epic Game Store so that refunds won't reduce EaseNet's development funding. So it's coming out of Epic's pocket. He also replied saying that when future games go Epic exclusive after offering crowdfunding rewards on other PC stores, we're either going to coordinate with our colleagues at other stores to ensure that there's key availability or guaranteed refunds at the announcement time, which is good. This makes them
1: look really good.
0: Well, it makes them look good. But in all in all, is this really corporate benevolence? I can't even say that. Is this them doing it? Yeah, there you go. Is this them coming out of the goodness of their heart? Or are they just really throwing money at a problem? They've seen,
1: I mean, they've been throwing their money at problems this whole time. So. Well, they've been
0: throwing their money at everything. But this is the issue that I have with it. You are stating that Kickstarter now becomes uh, – a, a test run to see how popular something is going to be. Because if people are like, yeah, I want to get that. I want to go ahead. Kickstart that shit. And Epic just comes around. And is like, Oh, this is popular. This is going to make money. We want this. We want this. It kills Kickstarter. There's no point. Yeah. So, I mean, like what's the difference between going to Kickstarter and having people put their money towards it when 20% of them are going to be PC players and you're just going to throw 20%. You know, oh, you wanted to get this? Well, now you're not because it's going to be on the Epic Games store. And it's probably a lot of you that don't want to get the Epic Games uh, installer or Epic Games launcher. So here's a refund on your money. What does that really say? I to, Like, to me, this is the right move, but it doesn't change the fact that the entire situation is shitty.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, so, but, I mean, when you make – I mean, I think Fortnite made 8 billion dollars last year
0: yeah they they made
1: ridiculous
0: no it wasn't eight billion it was like 2.6 billion but they were making six million dollars a day
1: yeah it's like so sick, yeah
0: the cost of all the refunds roughly may it's come Trump out to change. about like 1.2 million they make that in a quarter of a day yeah you don't this 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 really isn't like oh, don't worry, we hear you, want to do right by you. It was just like, what can we do to make them shut up? Because this is the same issue that they had with Deep Silver when Metro Exodus came out, Yeah, and it went Epic exclusive. This is the same issue that they had when Outer Wilds came out.
1: So I feel like – so I think Epic's heart might be trying to get into the right place because at the core, I think they're trying to make a launcher that will give back to the developers more, I believe. What is it right now with Steam gives what – they take a 70% cut or developers uh, only, they, 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 take, they take a 30.
0: Yeah. They take a 30% cut and Epic is giving like a, an 88 or 82% cut.
1: So they would, only they would only, yeah. So it's significant. Like that's like 18, 17, 18% going back more, going back to the developers. Right. And like at the core, that sounds, that's good. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. It kind of just makes them look like right now... And that's the thing. They're trying to build everything up. like That's why they're throwing money at everything. But they're not doing it the right way.
0: They have a roadmap to fix things. And we're supposed to be seeing... Or people who have the Epic launcher are going to see a lot of changes this month specifically. My issue with Epic comes out of two things. One, it's an inferior launcher. Yeah, it's not great. You cannot fight that.
1: I downloaded It, it to play Dauntless. And I'm like, this isn't as good as Steam. But at least i can play my game
0: there's a lot of issues with the epic games launcher and then <laughs> with the whole conspiracy theory bullshit with uh, china and even though they're not a full shareholder like i i think they went i don't remember the name of the company but there was they had like some money coming in from a chinese company trying to kickstart their launcher or kickstart their bullshit whatever not important but all in all it's an inferior launcher I don't want to have multiple launchers to play my games. It's the same. It's the main reason why I go to Steam because they have the most. They have pretty much all the games that I'm looking for. Right. But, you know, sometimes I have to go to GOG because I want to play my Baldur's Gate and shit like that.
1: Just don't go to G2A. (laughs) Don't go to G2A. (laughs) Yeah, I go to GOG sometimes. I'll get some games, especially like a lot of older games that are obscure games. Right. Or sometimes they're just having a really good deal.
0: <laughs> I just don't want to have multiple launchers because they're all going to start up at the same time. They're all going to slow down my shit. Yeah. And I have a relatively
1: fast computer. And I mean, you can it's... turn that stuff off too, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And then Steam also just... Steam's, Steam's kind of become a dumpster fire the last few years. Like... I mean, what we talked about it a few podcasts ago or my, with a previous thing that we did podcasts with. We talked about, was it rate Game or something like that? Yeah. They were like letting everything in. And there's a lot of shit on Steam now.
0: The thing that I have with that, I usually, when I go hunting for games, it's usually based off of word of mouth uh-huh. and what I hear other people talking about. I don't go scouring the the Steam store. Looking for games because it's really hard to sift through the garbage. That my time's said, limited. Yeah, my time is limited, so I'd rather someone tell me that a game's good. I go look it up. I see that the game is good, like right up my alley. Like for example, yeah. Minute. I love Minute. I would have never heard about Minute if I hadn't been on Game Vault or if I haven't heard Jim Sterling or some of my buddies in some of the discords that I'm in talk about it. Yeah, but. I, I couldn't find that in the Val, in the fucking Steam store. I, I couldn't find that shit at all. Speaking so, of
1: Steam games, I, I forgot the one thing. I did play the Takeover. Remember that I, I won? Yeah. I got that code. I had messaged Matt, and he gave me the code. That game feels really, really good. Feels that good game, to hit things? It, it feels good to hit things. It feels good. There is a dedicated run button. Okay. So instead of just tapping forward and then trying to do combos off of that, you can literally just hold a button and be, especially because I played as Connor, I wanted to play the grapple guy. Yeah, and being able to have that run button makes his grabs and stuff so much easier to come out. Music's fantastic. Again, we had talked about this, and I even I I messaged Matt and gave him my input on it and all that stuff. The only downside is the two point five D character. Yeah, is a little, I think I would have liked just a regular animated, but. Everything else is super solid, so it was it was really fun. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'll I'll support it. I played level one and it was really fun. The boss fight was really fun, and I'm going to keep playing it some more too. So definitely play it with a controller, though. I tried playing it with keyboard and mouse, and that was garbage. So, no. <laughs> but anyway, going back to the Steam and Epic stuff.
0: So. No, so like my standpoint is is that I I feel that regardless of the game. Everyone should has should have the opportunity to sell their game, and everyone should have the opportunity to play a game, and then let the community itself dictate what is considered good and what is considered trash. Right? Um, it's I I carry a very hands off approach when it comes to these things. Th- these these morally obscure games like hatred like rape day like that that one game where it's it's supposed to be like a rainbow 6 but it's a school shooting uh, simulator Ugh. like shit like that there is i feel like common sense is not completely there with these people but at the no, same they, time they they, they are should should exist
1: they argue that it's my right to be able to make this i'm like yeah but you 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 took so much time in saying this is my right but you never asked yourself should i
0: right and like i understand you have the right to go ahead and do this but you're you're taking something that is so egregious and you're making a game out of it and you're there's a level of like trivializing it yeah but at the same time us as adults should we should we do something about it do, should, do we do do we just stand there and say me as an adult i can understand that this is fantasy
1: yeah but we're also does it still 30 make it okay yeah it's it, I, I think we talked about this when we were at too many Games. When we were talking about the me too movement and all that stuff we're like well louis ck he just showed his wiener to someone
0: yeah but he showed his dick to somebody
1: that didn't want to see it like exactly. i think me and my buddy had we didn't have an argument but we were talking about it. i was like yeah but he didn't like cuz I, I was in denial cuz i love Lewis i loved louis ck his stand up's great i really i thought it was funny and i was like well he didn't rape anybody he's like yeah but is that the line like you can't that's not the line that you draw like it's it's, it's i don't know man it's crazy it, we always talk about it too you, you got your freedom of speech but you're not a you, you don't worry... Don't. Freedom of
0: speech does not mean freedom from consequence. Exactly. And that's what, it, that's what it comes down to. I think that there's a level of discernment that people need to take, and in this case, these developers. And I know this took a huge tangent away from Shenmue 3 <laughs> I don't think going we're on about to the, the epic games. Yeah, it's fuck. Whatever. We were talking about the Steam store. Yeah.
1: yeah. I've never played Shenmue, uh, that kind of game. It feels like a very Yakuza kind of game. It's kind of like the blueprints to what Yakuza
0: became. Yeah. Uh, you can play Shenmue One and Two. It's out on PS4, or you know, now you have a Dreamcast. You can go ahead and get Shenmue yeah. One for the Dreamcast. It is an experience. I'm not going to say necessarily <laughs> if it is a good experience. Now, it is a relic of its time. And well, the whole
1: I, and the whole reason that Shenmue Three exists is because of the fans. Yeah. So do you want to piss the fans off? Well, I don't think so, but I, I don't on either one either. hand, I
0: understand why EaseNet did what they did. I understand why they did what they did. You need the money did. sometimes. You need the money because sometimes maybe maybe $6 million isn't enough to kickstart a Shenmue game because, I mean, it's going on all modern platforms. You want this game to look as clean as possible. We've, we've seen I it think with Mighty no. they're nine, already so. using the Unreal Engine for it. Yeah. So I mean, writing was on the wall for this one. I had a feeling this was going to go down this way anyway.
1: Yeah. It,
0: I don't now, know. We'll, we'll,
1: let's wait until next week. It'll be in more news. Will be in it next week. It's like we, what what what's going on with Randy? We haven't heard from Randy in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's in a lawsuit, man. Uh, he'll pop Randy's up again. Yeah, well, we'll see him soon. Uh,
0: speaking of devs doing shit. Now devs are saying, we'd rather you pirate our games than go on G2A. Uh, if you're not familiar with what G2A is, G2A is a key reseller. Yeah. Um, that's so to put it lightly. <laughs> think about it. Like, this is, this is the most bullshit way of me saying it. Think of GameStop, and you bring in your used games, and you want to get some money back from them. And it's, it's really cheap. So um, disclaimer, I have used G2A. I do not feel bad about using G2A. And I'm gonna explain why I do not feel bad about using G2A and what I did. Okay. Okay? I bought Dark Souls 3 three times over. I have bought it for the PlayStation 4. Yep. I have bought it on my own Steam and I have bought it on the Xbox One. I have bought G2A I bought G2A. I have bought Dark Souls 3 and all of its expansions. From G2A as gifts for my friends. Bandai Namco, a AAA developer, has my money three times over. Really two times over because I bought two of them at launch. And then GameStop has my money because I bought the (laughs) Xbox One version from GameStop because that's how that works. So
1: you're, 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 you're saying that you supported it.
0: I've already supported it. I did not support Black Ops 1 and 2. I bought those games directly from G2A for $5. And my reason for that is these games came out in 2010 and 2012, roughly. Right. I am not spending $40 for a game on Steam that came out in 2010 and 2012. I don't care how much they've held up. I am not spending... I'm not giving a AAA developer who... Does these annual releases forty dollars for an eight year old game? It's not black
1: o- the people that make black ops have the money.
0: They have the money. It'd be a little That's, bit different if it's, it was like it's maybe a, an indie device. I am talking from a really morally gray area when I talk you about You are. This.
1: I've got no input on this okay. right now.
0: <laughs> the morally gray, I understand the hypocrisy that people may call out. All right. But I don't feel bad for it. There's other games that I've bought on it. I have never bought a, an indie game off of G two A. The reason why is I look at it differently. This is no longer the face of a company. This is no longer a a fucking um, men in suits and board members and CEOs. This is now one to five people coming together, doing a passion project. I don't even buy shit. I don't buy indie games on sale. I usually don't buy indie games on sale unless they're old or if it's like a larger indie developer and...
1: Just, like, just let me sho- buy the Shovel game. Shovel Knight you would like, buy on sale Shovel because Knight. Yacht Club has – they're bigger than they were.
0: Yeah, but even then, I still didn't. I bought it directly. Yeah, I okay? love Shovel
1: Knight so much I would pay full price for it. Any
0: anyway. of the games that I have bought, unless it was a sale that I just couldn't bypass, I never went like, okay, well, I'm not going to buy Iconoclasts unless it's on sale. <laughs> I bought yeah. that game twice. I bought it on Steam, and I have bought it on fucking Switch. To me, it's different because indie, indies are, like, more personal.
1: You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's... They come from a land of... They come from love most, some, most of the time.
0: Most of the time. I'm not saying that AAA games shouldn't be treated the same way. But they don't have but, a great
1: rap sometimes.
0: And, and it's, it's not even that. All the games I have talked about, I've either already supported right. or they're old as fuck. Yeah. That's the difference to me. I don't buy indie games off of G2A. I don't think indie games should be on G2A.
1: Let's, uh, for anyone listening, let's give, do a little rundown on what G, so you said G2A buys, but why are they controversial? The reason why they're
0: controversial, and I've talked about this on a previous podcast, um, we went in length about it. What ends up happening is that you have individuals, one, two, three individuals that have a mass of keys. How do they get those keys? They steal credit cards. They steal credit cards, and then they will go out and they'll buy multiple keys of a game. And then they'll post them onto G2A and make a quick buck. Yep. What ends up happening is is when people realize that their credit card has been stolen and they do the, the, the fraud chargeback. claims. There's char- chargebacks that don't fall on the, the individual that sold the key. It falls on the fucking dev that wrote mm-hmm. the key out in the first place. Yep. So not only do they have to pay that money back that – they sold that for the key that they for the illegitimate key that they sold. They have to pay extra money for the chargeback fees, and that also makes up them look bad. It. And it lo- makes them look bad. Now G two A has come out and said, "I will pay ten times the money for any case proven that their developer or their development studio was damaged based on chargebacks."
1: Dude, they are standing on a hill real hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Just everybody like,
1: knows they're shady as shit.
0: If you don't know, now you know, but people who do know, I tell people all the time, regardless on how much I use it, G2A is shady as shit. Be careful what you buy on G2A because sometimes even the key that you are using to play that game can come off and be like, no, this is a stolen key.
1: Yeah. I think G2A, I can't remember the logistics behind it, but G2A reached out to a developer and was like, we would love to have your games on on G2A and he was like. Fuck you. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's super fucked up. And they're just saying like, well, indies only make 8% of our revenue. All of our stuff comes from AAA. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the principle. And I say that as a hypocrite. Don't get me wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I say that knowing I'm a piece of shit. Exactly. No. (laughs) Like I said,
0: I have no problem Buying shit off of G2A. If I Guilty Gear X, Guilty Gear XX, Guilty Gear whatever, I've bought Guilty Gear games on there. I have six copies of Guilty Gear at the very bare minimum in my house right now. I have all the Guilty Gear games that I bought from Steam and also on my fucking uh, PS4. I've bought the games three times over, six times over, nine yeah. times over. I don't feel bad going to G2A and picking it up from there. You're not making real money off of that. But an indie title, I'm not going to fucking do that. That's an actual person. You're just a company.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've always... Even with GOG, I've had a couple people tell me, like, you know, like, I wouldn't buy too much stuff off of GOG. The reason they can get those cheap prices is because I don't know the logistics behind it. But I let's just be honest, there's been times in our lives where we've been broke, but we wanted to play video games. Yeah. So, and sometimes we've just, I've been like, yeah, I'll buy that for five bucks. I'll take a chance. Game came out, everything came out hunky-dory. Back then, like, especially in my early 20s when I was broke as shit, I was like, I don't give a shit about these developers getting money. I just want to play this game. Right. Now that I'm older and I understand, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a piece of shit thing that I said. Like, obviously, especially with how big indie games are now. Indie games were not as big as they were 10 years ago. Indie games are, f- like, they're m- majority of what I play now. So, like, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that they get what they deserve. So, I don't know. Don't use G2A, people. Don't be like Chris. <laughs> don't be
0: like me, man. <laughs> don't don't be me. There's many things that we can
1: say don't be like Chris-like, but this is specific to video games that we can say don't be like Chris. Don't don't be like me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, What do we got next?
0: Let's talk about the PS5.
1: Yeah! This is all very new to me. So, uh, let's see. The benchmark leak shows PlayStation 5 is four times more powerful than the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation yep. 5 is expected to be more powerful than the PlayStation 4, but a new benchmark leak may be. Rebe- Can't talk today, just like you. Leak may have revealed just how wide the gap between the two consoles is. So, earlier this year, we saw that, even with PS4 Pro, uh, things that were taking it, like, what? Eight seconds? Or, I mean... It- Even if it took it, like, 18 seconds. It was
0: crazy. It took, like, 20 seconds to upload, like, one picture or one high-res Spider-Man 4. Yeah, and the the PS5 did it like that. It was super quick. It was, like, three
1: seconds. Yeah. But, again, our argument back then was that's a PlayStation 4 game being played on a PlayStation 5. We want to see PlayStation 5 games with that level of speed. There was...
0: So, Review Tech USA came out with a video talking about you know I benchmarks and leaks. And just, awesome.
1: Rich, Rich is great. He's just fucking down to earth.
0: Um, but he's basically saying like the PS4 wasn't that impressive to begin with when it got re- released. No, it wasn't. It it wasn't a huge step between the PS3 and the PS4. The st- the jump between PS1 to PS2 big. Jump between yeah. PS2 to PS3 big. Jump between PS3 to PS4 not not eh. really so much. There's games that are out on the PS4 that look like PS3 games. Mid, mid-timeline mid PS3 games. Yeah. Like, I would even say Bloodstain looks like a fucking PS3 game. Like a high-end PS3 game, but it looks like a PS3 yeah, game Yeah, late-life
1: late cycle PlayStation 3, possibly, yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. So, like, for them to come out, it's like, look, the PS4, roughly about 5,000. That's what the benchmark is. What does the benchmark mean? I don't know. It's a bigger number.
1: Yeah, bigger PS4 number means better, over, right? Yeah,
0: twenty thousand and up—it's a bigger number.
1: Except when it comes in the to long my run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in the long run, it, all we know is that at its core, PS Five is four times more powerful than the PS Four, and we're supposed to be expecting the same thing from Xbox Scarlet. So,
1: and God bless Phil Spencer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's carrying that company on his shoulders, man. Man, is
1: he! Twenty-five years of the company, and they finally listened to him. Yeah. Uh, again, like numbers are great, all that stuff. We know obviously it's going to be faster. It's a new, mm-hmm. it's a new fucking console. Like that's right. what it's going to fucking be. Uh, and the numbers are great. Numbers are cool. Bigger numbers most of the time mean better. But I don't really care until you fucking show me the game. Well, this is a comparison that was
0: made. Uh, Notebook Check compared the PS5's benchmark score with that of a NVIDIA's GeForce RTX 2070, and the 2070 scored about a 22-170 on its benchmark. So we're coming to the point where consoles are now really starting to compete with PC, which to me is super cool because now... I don't feel bad for owning a console and not being able to use a keyboard and mouse. I just do a fuck you PC guy.
1: Well, that's my argument too. Like PC has had this all these years and now console is getting the things PCs have. So does that just mean consoles want to become PCs?
0: I think that the, the issue is is that consoles have to be mass produced. Consoles have to be affordable. You're essentially getting a high end and I use quotation marks with it. High end PC uh in mass production of course the consoles are not going to look as good as what's on pc the but however the difference is because of how far we've come with technology because of the time that they've put into it they can now make it quote unquote more affordable for them to have like high-end pc like graphics my question now is how much is this thing going to be?
1: I was gonna say we say affordable, and the price tag is gonna come out with eight hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? People are saying like, oh well, eight hundred dollars or six hundred dollars. That's you know that's gonna be the suicide of Sony and Microsoft I don't think because so. nobody can do that. And again, Review Tech USA came out a video and was just like six hundred dollars today is not the same thing as six hundred dollars in two thousand six,
1: no two thousand
0: seven when the PS three came out because of inflation. even back when
1: the Nintendo came out, the Nintendo was a hundred and two hundred dollars. Back yeah, in 88, back,
0: back in 88. That's a lot of fucking money.
1: Yeah, that that if you look at the numbers, that makes about sense to where we are now. Yeah. Like minimum so, wage back then was what 5 and a quarter? I, Somewhere I around there? I was not even born. Yeah. But <laughs> now minimum wage is going up to what 11 to 15 dollars an hour in some areas. So In
0: DC, I think they're they're wrapping up around like 13, 14.
1: Yeah. So like that kind of corresponds with a system being six hundred or eight hundred dollars.
0: And don't get me wrong, it's still expensive, but yeah. I remember where I was in twenty fourteen dropping three hundred dollars on anything, really. Even twenty sixteen, I was more comfortable dropping three hundred dollars today were at too many games, then I would be dropping $300 yeah. in 2014, 2015. It's it's completely different animal.
1: It's one of the reasons why I'm so fucking frugal now. I'm finally not being as frugal. But back mm-hmm. in the day, you're talking to the guy that back in McDonald's when they had the Big and Tasties, they'd be like, oh, do you want cheese on that? I'm like, no, I got cheese at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I am t- I am infamous in my family for saying that. <laughs> why am I gonna pay? why am I gonna pay you thirty five to fifty cents for a slice of cheese when I got that shit at the house? That's where I'm going with these three big and tasties. What the fuck's a big and tasty a big and tasty or we also call them the big and nasties were something okay. that Mac- McDonald's had around they were very prevalent around like two thousand to two thousand ten because I remember them going to McDonald's for lunch all the time. They're a quarter pounder. But instead of cheese, they have – it's just the patty with lettuce, tomato, mayo, ketchup, onion, all that. And it was a dollar. Wow. But it was the size of a quarter pounder. So, I mean, when I was younger, I partook in the devil's lettuce. And uh, (laughs) afterwards, because I used to – man, look, I worked in restaurants. Of course I smoked weed. So I would work at a restaurant. I'd go and hang out with my buddy that I worked with at the restaurant at his house with him and his wife and his roommate – smoke a bunch of weed and then mcdonald's was open 24 7 i'd go to mcdonald's i'd get like two big and tasties, two hot and spicy's two apple pies a large fry what Dude, the fuck is a hot and spicy a hot and spicy is a chicken sandwich but it's spicy do you not eat at mcdonald's
0: <laughs> bro look, look man i don't know if this is like a southern thing we don't have that shit in new york do you
1: have mcchickens yeah a mcchick a hot and spicy is just a spicy mcchicken it's a i didn't spicy know chicken that you patty. can order that well, and you is know, this like one of those
0: like hidden, like super secret no. menu bullshit. No, Back in the
1: day, hot and spices were just a thing. Like now I think they're still there, but like maybe that is a Southern thing. It's um, like, it, it
0: was never on the fucking menu. That's all I'm going to say about it's it. It's
1: like when you're down here and you order sweet tea, you get actual fucking sweet tea.
0: New New York is, is very like bitter and there's. There's Just like flavor, but they're more savory. <laughs> they're not so much spicy. Unless you go re- into like the Puerto Rican part of Brentwood.
1: I remember one of the first times I was up north, I asked for a... I was like, let me get a sweet tea. They're like, okay. They brought it. I was like, they're like, one iced tea. And I was like, sweet tea, right? They're like, yeah, tea. I took a swig of it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, where's... I wanted sweet tea. They're like, oh, we have sweet and low. I was like, get the fuck out of my face.
0: <laughs> I remember growing up, my dad would order... I, I guess he was high on sweet tea or whatever besides being high on heroin yeah Um, yeah, yeah. there it is but um (laughs) he would take like an unsweetened tea he'd ask for unsweetened tea and then he'd grab like 10 sugars no rip them bitches up and just pour it in try to mix it up i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you you
1: have to mix sugar with tea when it's hot so the sugar melts well otherwise you get gritty tea anyway whatever my fucking redneck coming out (laughs) ps5 benchmarks yeah, the sweet <laughs> tea of the video games. <laughs> I mean, what is it? How are, it's talking about the Google Google Stadia might be a contender or something like that. I don't I, I don't know. You talk about the next one over? No, I was still on the PlayStation 5 one. I mean, the the benchmarks, I don't
0: know. It's I feel like cuz I wasn't really paying attention to um, the guts of the PS5 and Scarlet too much and then when stadia came out and just said like, yeah we're gonna support 8k now everyone's saying oh well we're gonna support 8k too and i'm like were you already planning for that because maybe yeah maybe i'm the odd man out
1: that's something you should have been planning for not just because somebody else did that
0: yeah but honestly that's probably the next step up i mean i mean yeah cool that's all i'm gonna say cool
1: yeah and if you're a, uh, if you're a casual gamer Sony says fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Sony
0: says their focus on PS5 is going to capture hardcore gamers. Uh, according to a Wall Street Journal report, Sony's main strategy with the PS5 will be to draw consumers with AAA titles. It's kind of like what they're already doing now. I would say like mid to late PS4 they started really focusing on AAA like in-depth storytelling with God of Horizon War, Zero Dawn, God of War, Spider-Man, uh, The Last of Us, Spider-Man. And what that means to me is, one, they're saying, like, we're going to totally disregard Nintendo. Like, Nintendo's not in our our bracket. Right. Nintendo's going to be over here in their video game territory, and we're going to be over here. We let them innovate, and then we'll just steal and make it more expensive. Not <laughs> Nece- necessarily better, but yeah. more expensive.
1: Nintendo will be the indie platform now. <laughs> Whatever.
0: And then they'll just fight. Microsoft and see who is the Dominant one of the two but then but, sometimes
1: they'll Make an alliance and then sometimes they Won't so <laughs> it's not even a Real thing but whatever
0: They they also said it was like they're not really putting A whole lot of focus into the whole streaming aspect Yeah Like like Microsoft is putting like A lot of effort into Microsoft X Cloud Or whatever it is Project X Cloud. xCloud
1: Reminds me of the Zoltan From uh or from did you ever Watch dude Where's my car no, with Ashton Gucci. There's a part where they meet like a cult that like loves Zoltan, and they always go like they put their thumbs up like Zoltan, and they just, <laughs> and every time I hear X cloud I'm just like I put my arms in an X. <laughs> what the fuck is a Zoltan? It was a cult. It was some cult that like God that they followed. I don't. It was stupid. I watched Dude Wears My Car about 25 times because it was the only thing I had to watch. So anyway, okay. Triple uh, game. <laughs> A games.
0: Triple A games. Triple A games. So Triple A games. They are. What this means to me is that we're probably not going to get a whole lot of timely releases from first and second party Sony Studios because there's just like it's going to be like theatrical releases. They're going to be a big deal. Blockbusters. We'll blockbusters. We're probably going to see like three, maybe four a year and I, I honestly think that's that's like a high number from the way that they're trying to push it and make it sound like because I don't know a whole lot of um studios that fall under Sony. Uh I know that there is Gorilla, I know that there is Naughty Dog. Um I know team there's Santa ninja. Barbara.
1: Was it that ninja team?
0: Team Ninja. I don't I don't remember if it's Team Ninja, but maybe. But to be honest, it's it's just, you know, graphics heavy, hardcore. They're hoping that they can focus their uh, consumers on who want the newest and best available. Uh, hardware and it will separate it from its biggest competitor, which is Xbox Scarlet, right now when it enters the market. They want to so, be—they
1: want to be the big dick. Th- they want to be the bigger brother. That's like, oh, I don't play those kiddie games. I'm—I play these hardcore games and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up Naughty Dog and uh, side tangent. I've been watching a lot of streamers play uh, Crash Team Racing. Mm-hmm. That game looks fucking solid as shit.
0: It looks really—it blows Team Sonic Racing. Way out the wall. I was
1: watching Team Sonic Racing too, and I'm like, I still I don't understand Sonic in a car. <laughs> I just don't. Look, I'll give Team Sonic Racing is much better than Sonic R. I will tell you that right now. Uh, oh, we're going back to this, dude. Well, the only reason I bring it up is because Scotty finally posted that picture of us. playing I think all that's a great picture. It's a good picture, but I'm not gonna get too far off of it. But anyway, mm-hmm. Crash Team Racing looks great. I might actually pick it up because it looks really really fun. Yeah, but uh. If my thing is if if they want to do this, they got to they got to make sure a lot of these these 3 or 4 AAA titles that are going to come out have to be God of War levels. They have to be good.
0: I think that based on what we've seen from Sony that it, they will be. It's possible. S- Spider-Man is an outstanding game. God yeah. of War was great. I mean, Three of the four, uh, two of the three biggest contenders for game of the year. And I don't quite remember the third one as much because it was trailing behind maybe oh, Red Dead Redemption when people were coming in for the game of the year. And it was between God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption. Two of those were PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. And they were coming out of. Uh, one of them came out of like a Sony developer insomniac. I don't think de- uh, is solely designated as a Sony studio because they've done work for Xbox for Microsoft. Right, right, before. Right. But I mean, I, I have faith in them. I just worry. Is there going to be a slowdown for games coming out for the PS five? You know what I mean? Yeah. What I don't want to run into another situation where I bought my switch day one and I bought it for Breath of the Wild, and then I don't touch my Switch for three months because nothing else. Yeah, Yeah, because nothing else came out. What was the next game you were waiting for? Super Mario Odyssey, Yeah, which came out.
1: I I think it was Breath of the Wild, and then it was the port of Mario Kart 8.
0: Yeah, I I, I already have this.
1: Yeah, I remember when I first got my Switch. I had Breath of the Wild. I think I bought Shovel Knight, the package, Mm -hmm. because I'll buy that game on any fucking platform. And... Super Mario Kart Eight or Mario Kart Eight, and then Odyssey came out. But after Odyssey, then I just it was like a blur, just game after game after game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, there's like a six month, I might even say eight month, where it was just like yeah, because Breath are like, of the Wild used...
0: came out in March, and then Odyssey came out in October. So yeah, someone do the math.
1: It's right at seven months, yeah. And people what are it? like, they well, people would ask me, they're like, oh, should I buy a Switch? I'm like, not yet. Don't buy it yet, because they're like, "What game should I get?" I was like, "The only thing you can really get right now is Breath of the Wild." They're like, "There's no Mario games." I'm like, "There's gonna be in October." <laughs> Just <laughs> exactly, and it's one it's, of the best Mario games ever, <laughs> and it sold really,
0: really fucking well. I um, bought it day
1: one and played the shit out of it's, it. It's
0: it's the Zelda machine. I was actually not super impressed with Mario Odyssey.
1: I I liked it because it felt a lot like, uh, I mean, I love Mario Kart or Mario sixty four, and I liked Mario mm-hmm. Sunshine. Mm-hmm. It felt a lot like those, and also just some of the the level designs were. I I really liked it, but you're more of a Zelda guy, anyway, though, right? So yes,
0: and I've been thinking about doing another Breath of the Wild run, making it like number three within the last. I need to. Year. I've never
1: actually finished it.
0: Yeah, uh, my my thing with Odyssey is that where Super Mario sixty four and Sunshine had like six to seven different shine sprites that you can get in all their stages. You know, you have oh, a yeah. plethora of, of moon sprites or moon stars or whatever the fuck they call it in Odyssey that you can yeah. get in all these lands. But the thing is that it happens so fucking it quickly. D- it happens very quickly. It happens, happens so fucking quickly. And There's you just can straight it, up you buy them sometimes. Yeah, you could buy them just to get the true ending. And when I, when I look at it that way, I'm just like, I don't feel the effort with every single star that I get.
1: Yeah. Mario, I lo- or I, Mario 64.
0: I appreciate the challenge that I felt in 64 and sunshine. And I don't feel that replicated in Odyssey. It's yeah, kind I of sh- like, it's, it's, it's a difference between go reaching for a goal and Odyssey is more like treasure hunting.
1: Yeah, I can see that where I, I'll be honest with you. I beat Odyssey and I even played it a little bit more after that, but I kind of just stopped. I was like, because mm-hmm. the, the, the main storyline is fucking great. Like, like I love Odyssey. I love everything behind Odyssey. But then after you beat it, it's just like, all right, I see what they were going for. Like, you got to go back and get all these blocks that you saw throughout the game. Now they're accessible, and they opened up more moon sprites or whatever they are. But I'm like, ah, I got it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Because I'll probably, I'll probably go back and play Mario 64 more than I would play Mario Odyssey. But that's because Mario sh- 64 is so fucking glitchy. That's why I love that game. <laughs>
0: The I have a old school Japanese copy, not the the international version because yeah, it was released '64, but like the original one, and just backwards jump everywhere. Oh yeah, it's I mean like,
1: you watch Summoning Salt's video and you can beat that game with one star.
0: You could beat that game with no stars. Can you? Yeah, yeah, you can.
1: Really, Jesus. So but his so, video is a little old, so maybe they found. Yeah. It so
0: trash. you go. No, 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 no. This is old as shit. Like. Zero star runs have been a thing for a couple of years. For like at least five. Oh, you would okay. go downstairs. So what do you do? You go downstairs to where you would go to the basement. You jump up, you get caught into this little little yeah, corner, yeah, 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 little yeah, I know cabinet. You do a long jump backwards, it loops you around bypassing the fucking star requirement on Bowser's door. Beat the fuck out of Bowser. Then you go downstairs, you find where the little water location is go to the stairs, and it's super fucking hard because I still can't fucking do it. But you do a back jump, bypassing the water, exiting the stage. The water is receded. You go into there. You fight Bowser. You go upstairs. You oh, that the beats the dire, jump. dire
1: docks requirement. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what's awesome about that game is, too, they have so many categories. It'd be like, oh, if you want to do the 120-star category, you want to want yep. to do the 1-star, 17-star, 30-star, 70-star, all that stuff.
0: Yep, I love how this is the podcast where we talk about everything but the news. It's great.
1: I mean, <laughs> speed runs are fun. Fucking awesome games or summer games done quick got over three million dollars, man. Yeah, that
0: shit was crazy. I was
1: watching that shit in bed when it hit. Like they were playing Chrono Trigger and they hit three million. They were like, "Fuck Chrono Trigger." <laughs> <laughs> they break the record. I watched the uh, I watched the uh, Super Mario Three race. Mm-hmm. Between Mitch Flower Power, Pooh Bear, Hexor, and I can't remember the last guy's name, and it's just really cool to see those races, man. Like, cause like the one guy was like really far behind, and they're like, "Oh, is he gonna try for this super greedy glitch?" He's like, "Why the fuck not? I'm already losing." Boom! He hits it. Now he's back in the running. You're just like, nice. "Oh shit, this is awesome!" So yeah, I think Mitch Flower Power took away with that one barely, but it was nice. su- those are super fun to watch. I love those. It's because we're casual gamers. We're not yeah, we exactly. don't, we, we're we're don't not deserve the PlayStation it. five. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is.
0: I'm I'm really curious, like, should I even bother saving up for it so they can get it at launch when
1: you're different than me with the launches though, man. If there's a game at launch that I want to play, I'll do it. But mm-hmm. otherwise, nah, wait. Like I think the reason I bought my PlayStation four was for Bloodborne. Yeah. And then thank God like that got me Monster the reason I bought my Wii U was for Monster Hunter try U.
0: Oh, so. no, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the, the game is being announced for it for, right. because I don't want to drop sixty eight hundred dollars to $800 for no fucking reason.
1: Yeah. So I'll take this. Ne- this next story reminds me of... Uh, you ever seen the meme of the guy dressed up as a Nazi, and he's just like, are we the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing in World of Warcraft right now. The Horde's like... Are we are, the bad guys? Yeah. I think we're the bad guys. Like, yeah. So this next article is EA uh, is... St- EA says, I struggle with the perception that we're just a bunch of bad guys. I wonder Uh, fucking why. Behind the big blockbusters, EA is offering very friendly deals for indie developers. Uh, EVP Matt Bilby tells us why. Uh, Come on, man. You You have
0: one or two really good success stories with indies you have a way out a way out did very well from what i understand surprisingly
1: like,
0: i mean it's it's a cool story i, it I is. Th- i'd really it's a cool concept in a very cool story um I, fuck what other indie were they were they pushing like that whole untangled bullshit i don't even remember ah, fuck that um, i don't know
1: but the thing is with ea because ea owns fifa right yes When you're trying to maximize the gambling fee, I was was listening to some, watching some videos. There was a guy that played FIFA, I don't know which one, but played it like all the time, didn't realize that he had spent $10,000 on the game. I would have a heart attack. Well, I mean, maybe he's at that point in his life where he has that much disposable income. Maybe. Are you
0: saying saying like in a sitting or just over time? No, no, no. Over like a year. Okay.
1: Over a year, he's like, oh shit, I didn't know I spent that much, but- To not know you spent that much on a video game means, like, EA is, like, clearly trying to hide this, like, from you and all that stuff. With their surprise mechanics. (laughs) Okay, so,
0: (laughs) surprise mechanics, yes. There is a level of responsibility that an individual has when it comes to their finances. I agree. You could sit back there and say, holy shit, yeah, I spent $10,000 on a fucking video game, on one single video game. I agree. But it's kind of – I look at it in different lenses. For me, microtransactions are meaningless because I play a lot of story-based games. When you're playing games like FIFA, when you're playing games like Destiny, when you're playing games that are – you have seasons come in. You're playing the game for the sake of playing the game. You're not playing like Zelda or Final Fantasy, or Breath of Fire, even though that's a dead fucking IP. Um,
1: That's sad. I love Breath of Fire. uh,
0: Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the thing is is that EA has been notorious with coming out with games that need to have microtransactions, that need to have post-game transactions. They need to make up for the money that they're pushing into this. Microtransactions
1: makes up what, like... Was it 80% of their income? Or it was 60%?
0: stupid. I forget the actual stupid numbers. Stupid numbers. But it was like almost a billion dollars just in microtransactions.
1: So it's understandable that if that those became illegal, that EA might not exist anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then then they're going to come out with other ways that are going to fuck over the, the consumer. Yeah. And I say fuck over not necessarily loosely, but I mean – We've been buying games at $60 price point for how many generations? Three, four generations? Because I mean, games a used to be $100. Back yeah, that's the why you Genesis only got and one growing up. And that's, yeah, exactly. Because it was rental $100. Sto- fucking dollars. Rental
1: stores thrived.
0: Yeah. So you know now at the $60 price point does that mean that we have to go up to $70 does that mean that we have to start looking at things like a subscription service where in order for you to play the game like destiny like fifa like whatever you have to pay that monthly fee in order for you to access most of the 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 content you know what i mean yeah i got it following you. the like the final fantasy 14 or the mmo style uh subscription service
1: that's the biggest detriment i'm like oh, i want to play this but it's that's going to cost thing. me $14 a thing. month. Yeah, and multiply that by 12. That's how much you're spending a year. You're spending yeah. over $150 a year on this game. Yeah. Whoever invented MMOs was a fucking genius when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: <laughs> And I remember um, there were certain MMOs that were – I've heard. I've never spent it, but I've heard MMOs going up to like $25 a month. Yeah, like, that's
1: I, insane. Yeah, I remember, I remember when World of Warcraft first came out because back then I think it was like 04, I think it might have came out. I think 04 is when it came out. And I had buddies playing, and I'm just like, "Oh, that game looks really cool." I don't have a computer that would play it, but like for sixty, I, I think it was sixty bucks when it came out, maybe forty. They're like, "Yeah, I mean," and then you got to pay fifteen dollars a month. And I said, "Hold on, wait a minute, what?" They're like, "Yeah, you got to pay to play it every month." I'm just like, oh, "That's but stupid. I bought the game. I already bought the game. Why do I have to do that?" And They're just like, "Well, they have act like," and I was just like, "That's stupid. I'll never do that." Cut to seven years of my life playing WoW. <laughs> so. It's a different time. You, you grow up. I mean, I don't know, man. That's it's just crazy. that when you, hear, when you read
0: this title, I struggle with their perception that we're a bunch of bad guys. You, you, you do all this bullshit between Anthem and Dragon Age and Mass Effect, and you try to make up for it. And you try to like, show everyone that you're trying to make up for it. It's like, look at this new Star Wars game. Look at look look look, yeah. Jedi lost lost order or whatever the fuck it's called, and we just think back two years ago with the whole Battlefront 2 debacle. It's a, and it's all the a crazy bad taste. In our bo- mouth. It's, yeah, it's a bad taste. We have a right not to fucking trust you. And you're just like, well, look at all the good that we're doing now. It doesn't make up for the shitty yeah. things that you've been doing.
1: It's the same you, thing with personal relationships. Like it, if you if someone wronged you, you'd be like, well, that it's it, I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, saying I'm sorry doesn't mean I have to accept your apology.
0: Right, and just because you've done one or two things out of goodwill, which may not not necessarily be goodwill, to oh, so get your reputation back. Yeah, you have to work to get your reputation back, and this may be one of the things where it may take an entire console
1: generation to yeah. regain your reputation. I mean, Nintendo so. had a bad reputation in the beginning. They were the mo- monopolized, like, you got to g- put all of your games through us. Remember yeah. back in the day? And, this, yeah. and that, that, it's the reason we have PlayStation. <laughs> yep.
0: Bad, bad business deal. Bad, you know, not committing to certain things. Yeah. Uh, even going back to the NES when they were saying, like, all games have to be certified by Nintendo. and I was like, fuck you. And that's why we have the 10 getting cards. Yeah. Uh, the whole bullshit was just like, oh, we're not going to allow religious uh symbology or extreme gore in our games and that's why sega was able to come up from from but now
1: now nintendo's like bring them anime titties over (laughs) (laughs) sony don't want your anime titties nintendo wants your anime titties there's a game i don't know the name of the game and connor would probably know exactly but it's a game that you play through and the more you play and succeed the girl's boobs get bigger we live in an amazing day and age, Christopher. We live in a society. <laughs> we live. In I a love society. it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. This is just it's it's someone that doesn't want to accept what they are. No, right now it's, you are the villains, and you might not always be, but you gotta live you've, with you've it. Ha-
0: you've walked around with blinders, with eye- blinders around your eyes, and you're just constantly looking straight forward, constantly looking at what it is that you're fucking doing. And you don't see how it's affecting everybody else. And yeah. you you heard the backlash. You saw how everyone reacted. And then you sit there and just like, are we wrong? No, it's the children. It's, the children are the ones who <laughs> yeah, are wrong. Yeah,
1: it's the it's the fucking Simpsons thing. Am I wrong? Am I out of touch? No, it's the children.
0: <laughs> and now yeah. you're sitting there and wondering why nobody fucking likes you. Nobody fucking cares.
1: It's uh, it's a lot of the times too. You'll see in high school or like just younger kids are like, I don't understand why nobody likes me. I. You know, I'm popular and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you're also a piece of shit. <laughs> That's why people don't like you. So, I don't know. EA's a bunch of Nazis. I said it. Because <laughs> <laughs> what have we said? We've said it over and over again. Nazis are the best enemy ever. Yep. With Russians kind of being a close second.
0: <laughs> Don't tell that to extra credits. They came out with a video on why we shouldn't be using Nazis.
1: Uh, oh, that's another games. thing uh, you'll love too if you watch Stranger Things in season three. It's all about the uh, the Russians. Okay. It's all about the red. Like the Russians are like the bad guys. It's just like Coming it's that towards old, the end
0: of the Cold War.
1: It's that old school Soviet Union man.
0: Okay. I'm all about that shit.
1: Like I know that's why I told you. <laughs> I.
0: It's, it's going to sound fucked up, and there's probably like. Some I mean, people sort of already don't FBI, like you after
1: the G2A thing. So, so fuck <laughs> it. I don't
0: care. I love the concept of Soviet Russia. I really fucking do. Comrade. Comrade. All that shit. It's, I don't agree with the political side of shit. And I think that's the difference. Like, if, if the United States were to go to like a military style rule. I probably wouldn't be too mad, but I'd be really worried on the shit that they do thereafter. And it's always the thereafter they d- mm-hmm. went with the takeover. So
1: the cue the Russians, like, getting in now. Just kind yeah. of like, what happened to Corey <laughs> and Chris? I <laughs> Dos fadania. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. Uh, All right. Fucking... Take Two CEO doesn't give a shit about its employees.
1: A lot lot of people are saying, a lot of developers seem like they don't give a shit about their employees nowadays.
0: Uh, CEO Strauss Zelnick from Take Two Interactive talks about. Evil name. Release planning, (laughs) working with third party studios, next gen unions in E3. So he sat down with GameIndustry.biz in this, you know, this. Uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um, casual interview, I guess more or less yeah, um and what really came out was the the talk about unionization. There has been a call out by certain members in uh, the game dev community that at least in triple a games that there needs to be unionization to protect the rights of the workers um and to quote there are twenty two there's 220,000 or so people employed in the U.S. video game business. They all make about $100,000 on average, maybe more. It's hard to imagine what would motivate that crew to unionize. And what he's referring to is that it, there was a um, a salary survey taken by Gamasutra back in 2014. So, I mean, numbers probably have gone up since then. And there's another national report by the EIR Um, or the ESA, which is Entertainment Software Association. And they pretty much tallied up and asked, you know, programs, engineers, how much do you make? And so programmers make about 93K, and that number probably has risen up since 2014. Uh, Artists make about 75K, game designers 73, producers 82,000. And then you go all the way down to QA testers, and they (laughs) sit at a cool 54,000. A lot of the issues that we're hearing about isn't necessarily the developers, isn't necessarily the programmers, the engineers, the audio engineers. It's coming out of QA. Yeah, QA has been notoriously known for being shit.
1: It, is, it amazes me. A department that is going to make or break your game. I mean, not even you, make or you, break your game. They're going to help fix your game with you. Yeah, yeah, they're the ones least.
0: that are actually sitting there and trying to fix your fucking game, they're so it's to not a it hot fucking mess. And Sonic, Sonic Boom, <laughs> Sonic Boom, Mass Effect Andromeda, oh god, uh, fucking Anthem. Like, and you look at it, and within the first three years, they don't put the salary. And I don't know if that's intentional or not. I don't know if it varies or not. But most people who are working in QA within your first three years, you're making like twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000 a year. That's nothing, especially in where the region. Nowadays, where... yeah. Well, it's not even that. Most of video game development takes place on the West Coast, especially in California. Because if you look at the, the national uh, the yeah. ESA's report, uh, where, where the fuck is it? It's down here somewhere. They talk about what states have the most employees. And I'm almost there. California reported 35% or 54% of all employees. And most of that's taking place in San Diego, San Francisco, L.A., yeah. Uh, all places where the cost of living is exuberant
1: i live in an area where the cost of living is fairly low like i've told you my house note is a month twenty three thousand is garbage even here yeah like
0: it's it's insane like you look at the next these are what round up the uh the top seven states you got california washington texas new york illinois florida massachusetts with the exception of like florida and depending on where you are in Texas, if you're not those, in the are main all, three. those are all really, really fucking expensive places to Austin
1: live. Austin is expensive as hell to live at. Yeah. Austin's fantastic. I love going there, but I would never buy a house there. There are people that work for our company that don't even live in Austin. They have to commute an mm-hmm. hour to come that, and work. It's kind of like the same thing
0: where I'm at. Like, yeah. I work in D.C., but I have to commute uh, 45 minutes to an hour and a half just to expensive. get to work because it's too expensive to live up there. My, the money that I get, and while I am well-paid, the money that I make now doesn't go as far as if I was living in D.C. The reason for unionization is to protect your... Mainly it's coming out of the QA department and it's to protect your employees. Yeah. And when you're having 10, 12, 14, 16-hour days and you have this crunch and you treat them like second class citizens, yeah, there's a reason why they want to move to unionize. Don't make it seem like it's the people who are making the hundred K that you treat like like they've ascended, you know, that you make them out to be more important. Where you have different people wearing different color badges based off of what job that they do, and you say, Don't talk to those people, when those people communicating with each other Make your game fucking
1: work. Yeah. It's – and I think we both work in companies where we kind of see – we don't see it as much in the video game, but we can see – like, I mean, do you – I don't know. Do you work in QA kind of? Or are you more in development?
0: So You don't overall, have to get the specifics. I have worked in QA development. It, it operates a little bit differently. It's a different society where I work. Okay. I, I, I work military – industrial complex. Let's right. just put it out there. Like I, mean, I
1: work I work quality for a plasma collection agency, and mm-hmm. even with us, I'm just like, oh, my team, we know what we're talking about. Let's go talk to this team and try to get this done, and that, that team's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't even know we did this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, we're the mm-hmm. ones that are like supposed to be better. We're supposed to be setting the standard.
0: Right. It's a lot of people in my company usually... Work together, but that said, we don't have a dedicated QA, QA department. We send it to our program managers, oh, and man. they have to figure it out. Hey, so if you guys build lot one, of, there's a lot of people working together doing shit, so That's it's not crazy. exactly the same. But I have I have sympathy for shit like this because I just picture it being the QA department is all the lance corporals and senior lances yeah. and the corporals, the lower men, and yeah. they're working. Night and day, stupid long hours. Because I remember, I was I was a fucking junior marine before. Yep. You get dogged on. Pe- somebody I, on top wants something done, short notice. The commander dude. has already left for the day to go fucking play golf at yeah. two o'clock in the afternoon, and you're sitting there like working your ass off. No, I get it. It's bullshit. So
1: when I I know this is gonna show my southernness again, but like well, I I remember that song. When I'm young, when uh, from Leonard Skinner, Simple Man, I heard I listened to that when I was younger and I was like, this is a nice song.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I listen
1: to it and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, is this is not true. Just be <laughs> a simple fucking man, dude. Don't try that. And that's I'm gonna get a little philosophical here for a second. That's the thing. We all have dreams, our dreams change, our goals mm-hmm. in life change. Well, I, when we're younger, our goals are much larger. Like, I want to be an astronaut or I want to be a football player or something like that. Now it's just like, I just want to like provide for my family. That's all I want to do. I don't want to be somebody famous. I just want to, I want to make sure that the people that are close to me in my life are taken care of, and also we laugh a little bit along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had we had I talked about this off the podcast, but this week has been particularly rough on me. I don't get very emotional and stuff like that, but it happens. People just it all pushes down. Life life is constantly just trying to push you the fuck down all the time. You kind of got to lose it a little bit. So me and my wife talked about it and it's okay. I mean, it's okay to lose that sometimes, but yeah, going back to this, man, it's just, it's crazy. Just the people we want you to do a hundred thousand dollar job a year, but we're only going to give you a quarter of that. It's crazy.
0: I mean, looking at the metrics, even, even if they're working in the industry for like, if they're working in that field, most people work QA with the hopes that they'll get picked up as a developer.
1: That's why the crunch hoping. comes in. Oh, I'll do crunch because maybe I'll make a name for myself.
0: Exactly. Like they're all hoping that something like is that. going to happen. And at the end of that Gamasutra report, they start going into, um, you know, anonymous quotes, yeah. and they talk about you know the crunch is killing us. We need to unionize. We're treated as second class citizens. It's definitely go out there. Go look it up.
1: Yeah. People just sleeping at their Cubicles or their desks, and just waking up the next day and starting all over, doing it because all because it's not worth going home. Yeah, especially if you're like you, you, you live 45 minutes to an hour away. If you live outside of the city and you got to be back in four hours, you're fucked.
0: Yeah, if you think DC traffic is bad, LA traffic sucks.
1: I've been there, so I can't. I know. I can't imagine, man. Oh, it's crazy, so. dude. I'm literally something 15 minutes away took an hour to get there. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. That's it for our news, I believe. Yep, that's the last. It's the roundup. Yeah, feels good to be back. Feels good to be back on the actual. Even though we're recording a day late, that was my fault, but it is what it is. Uh, What do you got going on this week, Chris? Uh, My focus
0: is mainly going to be on the Too Many Games video. And then after that, I've got to figure out what video I want to start working on next. I tried streaming the other day, um, but I just was really more into just capturing footage and yeah making shit so I'm just throwing darts at a wall see what sticks see what feels good and we'll see from there
1: I gotta start writing on my parts for it too but I feel like this next week in Austin isn't gonna be a uh, a walk in the park mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> whenever I get back to my hotel room I'll see what I do if I don't want to if I try to play Final Fantasy or write I'll see how long it is before I pass out So mm-hmm. uh, what I got going on uh, I'm gonna be on Austin for a week it figures I always mix R- miss RTX it's always I'm flying into Austin the day of r t x is ending. I would love to go to r t x but maybe one day it'll happen. Maybe we'll get picked up by rooster teeth one day. never <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, I'm just gonna enjoy some Austin food, play some more video games, and start working on some stuff uh when we get when I get back, I am getting i like i said I have been in a stream funk where I haven't wanted to do anything, but I got stuff. Well, I also had a lot of hardware failures They're all at the same time, so that kind of sucked. Uh, but we got things back and going, and I might play some Final Fantasy fourteen. I got some beat arts that I want to make and all that stuff, so just be on the lookout for that. Cool. So uh, I don't think we... We didn't really get any questions this week because we, we, we're we kind of being on the lowdown this week. So, But tune in next week, and we'll have some more funny or stupid shit for you to hate us for. Yep, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, everybody take care. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning in to the Scrubburst Podcast. If you would like to keep up to date with us, follow us on Twitter at Scrubburst Podcast, at Betty Kings, and at Tornado Jones. Email us at scrubburstpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our giveaway this month. Links will be provided in the podcast description.